I, I, I like cheesecake, like re- regular, regular cheesecake. You know, middle of the night, eat it. Sensational. What's going on? Toxicity season back, baby. Future drop hour, boy. I'm happy. All right, <laughs> listen. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? We are back again. You already know what time it is, man. No cool down. Episode 20. 20 episodes deep, 2-0. I'm, I'm feeling real good. We're getting close to legal age, man. We can, you know, say we can drink at podcast bars, you know what I'm saying, accordingly and whatnot, without getting ID'd all crazy and whatnot. It's going good right now. It's going good. Episode 20, I feel good. Of course, I'm your host with the most that man trip doing the thing. And we are always here, as always, with my podcast partner in crime, the Bodega Baron himself, When Easy. Wenneth, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, how are you my boy? Man, it's been a long, long, long week. Work was a lot. But uh, yeah. it's on my mind right now. I literally logged off after that hour-long medium nothingness uh, with the <laughs> swiftness. And I'm ready to just have a really nice, relaxing weekend, man. There's been a lot of news this week as well. So I'm I'm just so ready to get into it. It's, it, it was a lot, a lot of interesting stuff that popped up, man. How about you? Yeah, it was it was an interesting week. There was um, a few surprises. Work has definitely been abundant. There's a there's a lot going on in my household, but we still move. We move. We move. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Like my bathroom is getting like is getting the, the the extreme makeover ABC channel joint. They got a big <laughs> ass bus parked in front of my bathroom door and whatnot. It's going crazy. But nonetheless, we are doing our thing and we are going to make it happen. So uh, yeah, we got a lot of topics to cover. So let's get to it, man. You, when you ready? I am perfect. I am ready. I am ready. All right, man. Let's get let's get right to it, man. Let's start with the warm up. Let's get a little bit loose real quick. Uh, so you know this is kind of like a minor story. I don't know. Kind of just happened. I don't know. There's some some light this week. I don't know. I'm not even sure why we're covering it, but you no. Know, Elon Musk bought Twitter. I what the hell? So in the span of like a couple of weeks, he went from a board member to an owner after dropping 44 billion dollars to pick up the popular bird app seemingly ready to make changes to the platform so i mean elon musk now owns twitter it's private what's what's going on bro uh i'll i'll see what happens when it happens i i just don't really see it's just weird because he doesn't really do i mean he uses social media yeah but like just because you use it doesn't mean something like i eat burgers all the time that doesn't mean i should go Mm. buy a restaurant i just i know i like to eat burgers um, we will see what, what this brings for Twitter. Maybe this is a good thing. A lot of people are saying it's going to be a bad thing. I am leaning more on what the second people said. I don't know. Like, we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big tech company. I'm not a big tech guy. All I know mm-hmm. is that I kind of like Twitter. And from my understanding, it was for like, the reasons they bought Twitter was, I thought was basically like, yo, I want to do it my way kind of thing. It wasn't necessarily yeah. for like a good reason. I, there rarely is ever a good reason. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. It's yeah. just a, a reason. It is what it is. But I will tell you this: ever since he that that news dropped, it seems like the timeline's been jumping up. They've been ramping up with some crazy stuff. People been talking crazy out their neck. A bunch of stuff happened. People been singing random songs, and then you know what I'm saying going viral, only to get dropped off the next day and delete their whole account for some for some like some stuff they tweeted in like 2011. Not even 2011. 2018. Not even that long ago. And the timeline's been up and down ever since, man. Like, it's it's actually going crazy right now. And I will say, there's a good chance this is going to turn to the Wild Wild West again. Like, like, yeah. like real peak 2011 Yahoo News, Trump Navy type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's, 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 going, it's going in that different direction. But 
I don't know how to feel, bro. I don't know how to feel. Honestly, I'm like, I don't care. I'm still using Twitter like that. It's just me. Yeah. I don't. I don't know exactly what implementations he he can possibly bring to make it you know necessarily better. But if I had to suggest something, if I had to put some ideas forth, bring back fleets. Stop playing. Let's just let's mm-hmm. just let's just let's cut right to the chase here. One of the most solid underrated features that was underappreciated until the day it was about to leave. Needs to come back on this on this platform. Let's let's keep it a buck, man. You, you can I'll trade it for our spaces. You can you can take the communities tab back. I'm sorry, people use communities. I'm sorry, y'all. Like if if we need to make it a fair trade, we'll make it a fair trade. Like just bring back fleets. That's all I'm asking for. But that that's a, that's just me. That's my personal yeah. opinion, dog. You know what I'm saying? But they, I know I know some people were like, oh yeah, I'm leaving Twitter, man. Elon Musk is that that you leaving Twitter? I am not because I'm a content creator. Uh, what I will do if it gets too toxic is I'll just start treating Twitter kind of just like a message board where I'll tweet out things that are important or that you should keep track of. Hey, mm-hmm. when is going to be on whatever or the or my when I'm going live type thing and just hold like conversations or like important things in my uh, in my discord because that's really where it's going to a lot of my more personal mm-hmm. stuff is going to be more on discord these days. That's what I feel like. And I feel like I'm, I've been moving towards the direction more even before Elon Musk decided to buy Twitter, it's it just more, been more so like, I realized that discourse on Twitter never ends positively. So it's like, why yeah. even have it? Just use it to, to post whatever you want to post, post your clips and just keep it pushing. Yeah, not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, I know that's something I need to consider as well, making a discord, but I, I want to make it right. I've always been like averse to it because I'm like, I don't think I'm ready for it yet personally, but I, I need to start making, I guess, that consideration as well. But I, I know for me, like I'm never not gonna stop using Twitter. Like Twitter, unless they do yeah. something like like crazy, like a, an egregious mistake from a uh, yeah. Elon Musk standpoint or just a platform in general standpoint, I'm gonna be on Twitter. Like that's that's where I'm at. This this is my app of choice out of the you know the usual array of other social media applications. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not really moving honestly, but I'm curious to see what comes out of this honestly because I mean Elon Musk is a he's a very uh peculiar dude. And yeah. I don't know what he will push on any development teams going through all this stuff on Twitter right now, man. So maybe we'll get an edit button. Maybe we'll get fleets back. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, yo, listen, people were saying like, yo, he might let Trump back on this platform. And if that that happens, all hell about to break loose. So I'm like, <laughs> this, yeah. this, this is a, this could go either way. And that's a very uh, uncomfortable situation, but we're, we're going to see, we're going to see for now. We will see. It, it is what it is. All right. Uh, moving on to the next uh, little warm up piece of news. Uh, okay, listen. All right, at this point, we gotta make like a separate, like entire, like segment in and of itself for all of these <laughs> collaborations and whatnot. Because Fortnite spun the block again, y'all. They had another collaboration. They added on more to it, man. This time they're sparring yet again with the Street Fighter series to bring Sakura and Blanca on the battle bus into Fortnite, man. So this new pack is coming with Blanca and Sakura skins, emotes, and drops alongside two tournaments that uh, Fortnite is dropping on mobile and on uh, consoles and PC, which is actually pretty fitting, you know, say with the Street Fighter fighting, uh, I guess, fighting theme and ethos right there. But general thoughts, bro. They, they, done, they done brought more Street Fighter people in. They about to have a whole roster of characters, but have a whole franchise in there at this point. Yeah, I honestly can't wait to. I want to see if they, when they bring back, when they bring out Blanca and Sakura, if they're gonna bring out Ryu and Chun Li again. Because I did miss the Ryu um, mm. pickup, and like, I'd be more inclined to buy Ryu or even Ken. But mm-hmm. it's it's interesting because like when I saw it, I was, I was like, yeah, sure, why not? 
Uh, I like the Blanca in the suit. Um, Bro, the Blanca in the suit that. is crazy. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty sick. It's it's dope. Yeah. Like I, you can't even really be mad at it. I think it's a really yeah. dope addition. Facts, I agree. And again, like by just by proxy of usage, uh, Sakura is actually probably my favorite Street Fighter character. I remember playing Street Fighter Four with my brother, and like I'd pick her all the time just because I wanted to be different. And I was like, all right, listen, I can make it happen. I was getting my ass with most of the time because I don't play fighting games like that. But I got a couple wins off. I did get a couple wins off her. And from that point, she became one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite characters throughout the entire Street Fighter series. So I am all for this. And honestly, I might I might have to, you know what I'm saying, dip dip my hand in the purse. I might have to make it happen. I might have to, you know, buy a little <laughs> shump shump, man. But again, Fortnite, bro, like you stop taking so much of a lead, bro. I just seen uh, they, they dropped like a... <laughs> Call of Duty did the uh, what's it called the uh, Godzilla joint, and like yeah. like like I mean that looks alright, that looks cool, but I don't know. It's just something about Fortnite uh, in and of itself bringing people into their world, and like it just looks good. It look it, it fits for what they, for most of what they do. It fits the style. It fits the you know the almost everything. And on top of that, like when you do the emotes and stuff, they carry over their music, the theme songs, like the Sakura theme and and, and Blanca's theme and stuff like that, like. The specific yeah. music that they have is coming standard with their emotes. Like, yeah. you can't beat that. They have licensed, like, if you were playing Street Fighter, you put their music and all the other stuff in there. That's that's it's that's cool. unbeatable, it's man. Too cool. Fortnite doing laps around everybody in this department. And, you know, they and it seems like they're not stopping anytime soon. Yo, who would you want to get next, though, in there? Who would you, who would you want to put in there who hasn't been um, yet? If they're going to keep doing fighting games, um... Maybe some Tekken characters would be cool, mm. uh, like King or or like uh, Kazuya or Heihachi. Mm. That would be sick. Um, other than that, I, there's there's just so many video games that it would be cool to see. Um, inside Sly Cooper would be a pretty Sly would be us. That would be a heat skin and um, a pickaxe. That yeah, would like be it'd, hot. Be, it'd be pretty dope. Or even like you could do like Crash Bandicoot and have um. Mm. I cannot remember the name of the mask right now. I, I I just I just say Ooga Booga. I don't know. I, I don't yeah, know what it's yeah, called. Yeah, like Ooga. I think it's like Aku Aku or something like that. Aku. You have yeah, the I mask. think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have the mask as like a backpack that just like floats behind you or yeah. whatever. Like that would be sick. Like dude, there's a lot. There's a lot they could do. There's so many and there's so many franchises that I feel like would be very open to having, um, to to being in Fortnite, bro. And and that's the craziest thing. They get so much promo off it, and, and Epic just has so much, you know, they got hella cash lying around, so they can make these deals happen on the fly pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or at least their, their planning is so stellar. They can plan these all months ahead and just be consistently dropping and reaching out to new companies to make it happen and actually get stuff back and forth going. Like, I know my yeah. personal favorite, man. Get me, let me hit some trees with a keyblade and get Sora in there, bro. Get Sora and Riku, just put them right there, first stop, and, and just drop them in Fortnite. It's all good. They might not do it because of the guns, but I don't know. Hey, listen, listen, let me let, let it. It's a possibility still. It's a possibility they still. It. They might not do it because of the money, is what I was thinking. That, and that's also true. But I mean, they got Marvel in there, they got Marvel. They got hella they Marvel stuff. Would have never, Marvel. I would have they never have seen Marvel. that stuff. They pulling out hella Marvel properties and stuff. So I'm like, it, it doesn't seem too far fetched, man. When that Kingdom Hearts joint rolls around, when the promo, when the promo stuff rolls around, just drop a Fortnite skin right before that, and that's money. That is pure money. It would be money. So I mean, listen, Fortnite. You you were dead ass like. I don't know if you remember Fat Albert, the movie with Keenan Thompson. Like he was running backwards in the track and just laughing. Yeah. His stick. That's what yeah. they're doing to everybody, bro, in the foot race. They're running backwards laughing them, bro. Like, it's crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Fortnite, though. Shout out to Fortnite. Soccer and Blanket coming soon. I'm about to pick up Soccer, though. 
Uh, <laughs> on to the next piece of warm up news. Okay, so this was actually pretty interesting to hear, and this was it's low key, it's low key kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. So as part of a new wave of cheat deterrence in Call of Duty. Activision and the Ricochet anti-cheat team have developed an in-game tactic called cloaking. So in this in this tactic, cheaters that are detected in games, they won't be able to see any players, any bullets, or even any footsteps or any marker that another player's in the game. And those cheaters can easily be seen by the non-cheaters in the game. So say, okay, listen, you run in cheats and whatnot, you won't see nobody. In the same perspective, another player on your team, you're just gonna see you like running up against the wall or something like that, just running around aimlessly, like looking at nothing. And then they get easy kills off you right in the middle of the game. So it's a really interesting. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, this is the first time I'm hearing of, of a tactic like this for like you know in game, uh, you know, in game risk mitigation for cheaters and whatnot. So what do you think about this first and foremost, man? I like I like that they're being creative with punishing cheaters, um, but I I want them to be consistent with punishing cheaters, I guess, mm. because I still think because I'm not mistaken, it still has a lot of cheater problems. Um, oh yeah, no, still, duty, and this is. We're on like the third iteration of like a anti cheat mm-hmm. that you had it when it first started. Then Ravenclaw took over, and then Ricochet came out. Like we had like three, I want to say, big arcs in their anti cheat software, mm-hmm. like in their anti cheat saga. And I feel like there's still people cheating till this day. So mm-hmm. it's tough because it's like I love this, but it's like how often does it work? Because it's gonna be funny yeah. if I kill a cheater in a game, and then the next game I queue into, there's definitely a cheater, but he's definitely being able to see me, and he's definitely getting mm-hmm. these kills. So it really depends on like on what how, on what happens in the consistency of it. I think it's a great idea. I think it's funny. Uh, like it's funny, but at the same time, it's like, all right, let's be serious though. Like there's a really big yeah. problem with the, the amount of cheaters in your game. Oh yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. Like I would really again, my perspective is this is actually really honestly innovative. And it's like it's hard for people to track so many. I guess the, the process might be harder to actually just like ban them outright in the middle of the game when there's like, OK, new account spawning up every minute. So having, yeah. I guess, multiple layers of protection against those cheating, cheating from in games, just OK, if you detect it and then, you know, they're in a match. Cool. So you detect it, let them run out their cloaking thing. And then once once the match ends, ban them. That seems yeah. that seems fine. But I I personally like it. But again, I I do agree with you on a consistency point. Uh, they need to be very very uh intentional with how they apply this across for one and two. Just overarch like you know the overarching bands and whatnot. Like getting making sure you can detect every kind of cheat out there. I know it's not going to be easy because there's updates to it and whatnot. But staying up to date on that first and foremost is probably the biggest I guess problem to tackle. And once you get most of that down, then that's where the rest of these come in and make it a lot easier. But the the primary focus should be detecting all these cheats and whatnot and like making sure there's as little in the game as possible. That's 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 yeah. for me. But in terms of the cloaking, that's pretty fun. That's pretty funny. Oh, I'm not gonna is, lie. It is really like funny. seeing seeing a dumbass right there run up a wall, like, anybody in this lobby, what what happened? Yeah. And just shooting aimlessly, that that would honestly be a cool thing. Uh, like for real. As soon as you detect it, like they probably either back out matches or whatnot and, and do whatever, but uh, question, bro. What would what would your in-game anti-cheat look like? Well, if you could come up with a policy or something that once you detect a cheater, what would you what would you turn it to? Um, if I detected a cheater, I think it would be really funny if there was a um area in the game. I would say in the middle of the map where, like, if somebody got detected for being a cheater, it mm. would take the character and teleport them to the one spot and it's called Ooh. like it could, could be like a like a, a cage or whatever and they can't get out mm. they can't shoot out they can't even kill the people inside like they're just in there doing no mm. damage to each other but people could farm them for kills oh. but then it would literally just be like 
And the, I think it would be funny because you would have either people like waiting around there, like for, like literally like a firing for squad, extra kill, yeah. Like having just shooting them up, and if you don't kill them, the storm's gonna kill them regardless. Like they're not gonna win. Um, mm-hmm. Making it so that like if it's like second to last, like making it so that like the circle never closes in this spot. Um, yeah. I think it would be funny. You would just watch, would just watch them die. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I, other than that, like just banning them, making like outside of just regular banning and doing that. I think that would be like a really funny way of doing it. Yeah, no, nah, I, I I feel that. I feel that, that would actually be funny again. Like just straight up like. Put them center stage, like, hey, yo, you a punk hoe for this. And I want yeah. you to know, like, the whole lobby needs to know this. Like, for real, for have real. A, I was saying, like... Have a billboard nearby that shows the names of them. Like, these yes, are the people who are cheaters. The gamer like, tags. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, if you could, like, once you detect it, automatically change their skin to, like, a clown with a dunce cap on or something like that, and then, like, yeah. lock them. And, like, lock them in the air, like, in, a, in a, a boxed area or something like that. Or they have no guns. They have, like, they literally just, like, again, run around with just, like, fists with no damage. And, and whatnot, and just run around like a headless chicken, like literally mm-hmm. do that, and just or or you could add, you can make it like a name change and change their gamer tag. You know what I'm saying? Expand it a little bit, put it maidenless, and put that right in the lobby. You know what I'm saying? Right, as soon as the game ends, maidenless, right there. You saying no <laughs> bitches, right there? Yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. cheater. Yeah, he's a cheater. He's a cheater. He's a cheater. Get him, get him, right there, and it's perfect. But yeah, nah, this is a pretty innovative. But yeah, focus on focus on catching all these different types of cheats out there, man. Because there's a lot. There's a lot on y'all ass. Ricochet still got some work <laughs> to do, but pretty funny. Pretty funny. Good stuff. All right. Let's move on to the last topic of the warm-up. Uh, <laughs> damn, homie. Six weeks ago, you was the man, homie. What the hell happened to you? Oh, so. <clears throat> Gotta get my official voice on, you know what I'm saying, with the hands of man. Uh, the deep-fried PC company known as Artesian Builds bit the dust and filed for bankruptcy this week, seemingly ending the slippery slope of after one of their execs slated a contest winner for having the viewership not large enough to be considered for a giveaway. After the stint of unpaid taxes in the state of California and the wave of leaving business that's truly left Artesian asked out. Bro, they... It's a rap rap, dog. What's going on? <laughs> It all started from being ignorant. I remember that, folks. This all this all started from being a dick, um, and you literally you literally never know, especially streaming. If anybody here is a streamer, you never know who's watching. You never know who this can get back to. So please act accordingly. This isn't like some private little show. Facts. It is public, and and you will be held, some people. You will be held accountable. You will um, be like it, you don't think it, it won't catch up to you today. But it will catch up to you if, like, sooner than you think. You think it's gonna be buried away forever. The internet is a very wide place, and mm-hmm. shit travel fast once it get to the right people. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's crazy because you just it's just funny. It's just like he never <laughs> expected this to happen. Like, there's no way he could have, and none of us really saw this coming. To be honest, when I saw it, I thought I was like, "That's crazy. He's a dick, nope. and I'm not buying Artesian builds." But if you would have told me like. Hey, they're gonna like if you would ask me, like you think they're gonna go bankrupt? I'm like, nah, they'll probably they'll probably bounce back. I don't think anybody there really realized. But it's not even just because he was a dick. It wasn't like he got canceled or anything like that. It was he was a dick, so they called him out on shit, and then everybody started looking at it, and they were like, wait a minute, there's a lot of other problems Mm -hmm. here. It's not just one thing. It was just that was the domino that started the effect. But there's a reason why all those other dominoes were lined up. Mm -hmm. You could tell, like as as soon as like. As soon as that first uh, girl was like, hey, yo, what the hell? There's a problem right here. 
And then everybody lined up. They had their story ready. I'm like, yo, okay, so this already exhibited. Y'all were acting, y'all were acting waste from way before this even this whole event even started. And to add on top of that, you were acting waste towards the people who were trying to support your brand or whatever and trying to get something. And you know what I'm saying? By not even giving people PCs for entering their affiliate programs, which is a mind-blowing concept, honestly. How can I test the quality of your service if you do not provide me any of that product from your service? You know what I mean? Like, yo, man, these chips is good. You ever had them? Nope. Mm -hmm. What what sense does that make? Anyways internally you know towards their toward their um what's it called their uh their affiliates and whatnot they were acting waste externally you know what i'm saying they was acting waste towards the government because they wouldn't pay no damn taxes in the state of california yeah you know what i'm saying and you know what and somebody pointed out on twitter they was like yo listen honestly if this whole situation didn't come up they would probably be able to recoup some of that and and, like you know pay the taxes back with the sales they were probably going to make off pcs and whatnot but yeah. the fact that this came out, you know what I'm saying? This happened and then, you know, this lady stepped up. I, I completely forget um uh girl's name who who got uh who got messed oh, up. I cannot re- off the top of my head, I cannot remember it, but yeah. I cannot I, I we, cannot we, we, we all know who she is. She's yeah, a partner yeah, but, now. Yes, yes. She's literally a cool master partner, I think, right? Or something? No, she's sponsored uh by Cool Master. She's sponsored by another company, I think, and now she's actually a switch partner. So shout out to oh. Girl, I can't remember her name. I think it was like Nia something. I am something. You're I right. Remember the name. You're right. I'm. Yeah, it's escape. It's escaping me right now. But off of, off of that, like it literally just snowballed so fast for them, and it's their own fault because I mean they 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 made the they made their bed, and that was just the last push that they you know what I'm saying dropped them in it, and ah couldn't have it, it Amito. It is. Couldn't no, happen to Amito. Would not I let that happen never, to me. cause I'm not a waste man for one and two. I would just shut up, but that's 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 really beside the point, bro. Listen, man. Uh, this this has taught me one firm thing. Uh, I'm building PCs myself, bro. <laughs> I, can't, I can't I can't talk to none of y'all unless I get a, unless I get some verification. I got I'm gonna deal with I'm about to say power GPU NZXT. I'm about to say I'm I'm not I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not outsourcing like that bro yeah if you're gonna get a pc um two things if you want to get it built by somebody if you want to support somebody um check with their references or check for the people because the thing is like when people send you a pc a lot of the times uh people will post like blah 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 just built me this sick pc like a lot oh, of people yeah, will post it on social media and the people who build the pcs will retweet it so reach out to those people. I would look for the oldest posts you can find. Reach out to those people and be like, yo, is your PC still running good? I'm thinking about doing da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Look for money-back guarantees, that type of shit. Um, or just go to go to trustworthy people, really. Facts. I I like, I built my PC. I don't know if I'll build my second one because graphics cards and shit are the price of Man. regular PCs these days. Expensive. So part of me, Expensive. Yeah. Part of me is like, mm, I don't know if I can get something for cheap that I'll just upgrade my PC, but like, yeah, man, just be mm. careful who you're giving your money to because just because they have a fancy schmancy name and a lot of uh, a lot of clout or you whatever know. does Facts. not mean anything. Yeah, there's man, a lot of people are... who came out and said their PCs were bad, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's like, also that's true. Crazy. Like that's a lot of people wild. were saying, like they throttled my shit on purpose. Like that's not a good thing. And the fact that that's it took them, it, one, took, it took them this well, to tell one us contest. That, crazy. Facts. It took it took this one outing from this contest, like everything flood back. Yeah. It's 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 insane, bro. Hey, listen, I re- I'm gonna let you know right now. If y'all want a recommendation, shout out K dot the guy because he builds PCs. Go go yeah. go look go look with trustworthy source source like him. If I want to outsource some something like that, bro. Otherwise, yeah. mypcpartpicker.com 
good luck. Do you think? Like that's crazy, if you're gonna bro. Touch your, if you're gonna touch your CPU, touch touch something metal before you do it, so that you don't shock the Please. CPU. So you don't fry your CPU. Please touch the case. Usually your case yes. is made of metal. Touch your case before you touch your CPU. That's something one. else. You can't really. You can fuck up a PC, but you can't fry a PC unless you literally shock it. So yeah, that's the best tip I can give you guys. Not wrong, not wrong, but yeah. Uh, rest in piss, Artesia. Rest in piss. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, anyways, <laughs> oh man. All right, that's the warm up. Let's get to some of the main stories for the week. First and foremost, if y'all haven't heard yet, the Overwatch Two open beta is it's it's wide open. It's it's right now. It's happening, and people have been sinking their teeth into the new anticipated build of the overwatch franchise now i know people were getting on blizzard's ass about the way they dropped new codes and stuff people had to watch for like four hours at a time it was getting a little bit a little bit hectic people were cranky at all but you know people are starting to really flood in now get their impressions of the game and uh, at this point i gotta throw it over to you know no cooldowns official overwatch correspondent went easy how have you felt about overwatch 2 so far um it's different. That's not, that's the best way I could des- describe it. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. Um, there's a lot of changes to Overwatch, which make the game feel a lot more fresh. Uh, but it's also not necessarily like... So one thing I noticed, and a lot of people like uh, can confirm this, there are less stuns in the game. Well, there's mm. And there's also an entirely less... There's one less tank in the game, too. So mm. fights are way faster, and it's more about like... I want to say it's more about hitting shots and like doing like doing good damage that type of thing like it's more skill based in my opinion whereas like the other one based a lot around skills and stuns and things like that mm. barriers shields there's not many ability based. shields anymore yeah very ability based whereas now it feel like there are very important abilities and there's a lot of skill shots and things like that but there's less stuns all around there's just it's just a whole different game it's like imagine if you took overwatch and instead of it being overwatch it's imagine if if you took the idea of Overwatch and gave it to a different company. That's kind of what it felt like. Mm. Like it's like some, it's like a, a different creative idea is what it feels like. Um, I'm a fan okay. of it. I do like it. I don't, there's, a, there's, I, it's just so early to really complain about anything. Cause I've only really played it for a little bit. I do plan on doing like a full in-depth dive about all the small things that I think needed fixing, but overall it's a good, it's a good beta. That's what I can say. Mm. It's been a good beta, but I got the beta for free. And that's really what it comes down to is, is this game worth 60 smackaroons? Mm. I don't know, bro. I'm going to have to see mm. what that PVE looks like because all we got is PVP, which is great. And that's what all Overwatch 1 was, was PVP. But if you expect me to spend $60 on oh, just a little bit different Overwatch, you could have made this shit an update, to be honest with you. To be completely frank with you, it could be a $20 DLC or even at most a forty dollar DLC, and yeah. I would have been like, "All right, you 60, 60 bucks." Time will tell if that is going to be because all we're all you're really getting is like, <sighs> I'm not even sure. Like you're you're not mm. getting a lot for for, yeah. for how long we've waited for this. Mm-hmm. I was say yeah, I, and that was an interesting thing when I was looking at some of the gameplay and seeing uh, you guys get into it as well. Ooh. Excuse me. Uh, what what exactly is different about? Uh, well, I'll start with the characters. What's different about some of the characters that you were seeing? Because I know for me, as an outsider's outsider's perspective, it's hard to see what characters exactly had you know buffs, changes, complete character reworks, or whatnot. So, uh, what's what's different from what you're seeing from the character standpoint? 
So what I'm seeing in different is a lot of characters got their abilities changed. Like for example, McCree, who oh not McCree, Cassidy, my bad. Uh, Cassidy, whose ability used to be a flashbang and his regular revolver, now instead throws a sticky grenade. It's not a flashbang, which because if anybody who played Cassidy knows the combo is flashbang and then you unload the clip and then if mm. you they're not dead you roll and then you unload the clip again and the flashbang is just supposed to stop people um now it is a bomb so basically what you're you're going to be running in there doing damage and trying to hit them with the bomb to kill things it kind of changes the character in and of itself doomfist became a tank mm. another big difference um uh, he went from being straight dps and being a menace in the back line to being in the front lines and being a menace in the front lines now yes. just a menace in a different spot but it's it's a really fun yeah. and there's even there's reworks there's a lot of differences in it but there's also still parts that are the same like lucio's still mm. the same mm-hmm. um anna is essentially still the same but then the little inclusions for example all support characters um have passive healing so oh. what that means is that like when they um when they aren't getting attacked kind of like how mercy heals herself that's her passive everybody has that now so as an anna player who i used to have to like run it if i wanted to heal myself i would have to run towards my team and use my healing grenade on the floor mm. so that we would so that i would yeah, be able to get it. the most benefit from everybody healing and myself mm-hmm. now if i really want to i don't even have to be near my team because i could just if i'm hitting my sniper shots that are healing them from a distance or i'm hitting them with the with the healing grenade i could just walk away from the fight for a few seconds nice. and my heal and my health will start coming back um gotcha. so it Give does some freedom there are, yeah, there's a lot of changes, like small changes mm. like that, that like you, I would never have expected this on paper to be a big difference, but mm. it makes a big difference. And it made people, it makes people like Anna fun. Cause I used to like playing Anna, but I wasn't that big of a, uh, a fan. Um, yeah. But now just off that base healing, I'm a big Anna fan now. Lucio is another one where mm. like, I used to have to switch between speed and healing to heal myself if I was ever in a tricky spot. But now mm. if they're not hitting me, I could speed boost my way out of there. And my health's gonna come back eventually. Gotcha. And on top of that, if my if my health is coming back regularly, and then I switch to to healing for a, a quick two seconds, my health is now getting more health back. Yeah, like it, can... it just changes. Mm-hmm. The whole game is just different now, but it's not necessarily different. Like we moved forward, it's mm-hmm. more like we moved to the right because these are mm-hmm. these are things that they could have done with Overwatch One, and that's why it's really hard for me to give it too much praise. Is because you're not doing any like it's not all new maps a bunch of new characters like but it's just we have looked at the formula and we're changing it now mm, okay understood understood uh how about the maps any any difference with the map same maps or different structures new same mode lane? um there's a new mode called i cannot remember the name of it but basically it's like imagine pushing the payload imagine mm. if you had so, you your job was to get somebody to push the payload, not necessarily you pushing the payload. So mm-hmm. there's a giant robot in the middle of the map. Your team fights over control of it. Whoever, whatever team oh, has the push. most people around them. Yeah, yeah, push. That's what it's called. It's mm-hmm. literally there's a giant robot. Whoever, whatever team is around the robot, the robot will move in the direction of the, the their objective and will literally oh. push like this block forward. Um, it's not like regular payload because regular payload, it's one team attacking, one team defending. It's yeah. both things. Both. So. So it's kind of like tug of war in a sense. Yes. So when you're playing defense, I'm going to pick Torbjorn. I'm going to pick Symmetra because I'm going to have a turret and I'm going to put it in a good spot to stop them from pushing the point, period. But now mm-hmm. because of push, you go from being defense to being offense in one in one fight. And that changes who you pick and that and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think that mode is really good. They added a few new maps. Uh, there's a Toronto map, which is a push map. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a, I think it's Greece or mm -hmm. Rome. I, I'm not sure, but that's also a new, it's like the Colosseum or whatever. Ah, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I did see I that I think map. it's Greece or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a push map. And the game mode is fun. I really enjoy the game modes. And mm -hmm. even just having 5v5 on old maps really feels very different because the fights are a lot faster now because there's mm -hmm. only one tank. Um, yeah going from six people to five people uh in a fight back in the day in overwatch if one dps died you still could like with good healers you still weren't necessarily in a rough spot like you just gotcha. be like yo let's play defensively let's make sure we're not getting picked mm -hmm. out um, yeah. don't overextend like we just can't overextend mm -hmm. now in a 5v4 situation if you lose your dps that's a rough spot to be in because now their tank can get can get aggressive and mm -hmm. because you don't have a DPS to put him down, yeah, y'all okay, it, gotta either hurting. push, yeah, y'all gotta kind of retract or, back or or wraps, or even worse, if your tank dies, you're really in a bad spot because there goes all mm -hmm. there goes all the the damage getting soaked up. Like now, it's mm -hmm. it's literally just everybody getting like, shots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So the maps are really. I think the maps are good. Um. And they because it's a there the game is different in in its core. Even the old maps feel different because now instead of having six people to defend a spot or to defend a payload or to stop mm -hmm. a push you only have five so you got to really figure out where do i want us to be because we can't have somebody in the back line defending that one weird crevice or the one weird exploit because we need them over here because there's five people mm -hmm. got you got you yeah uh, it, it was interesting of course at first glance i'm 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 of course cutting the joke yes i'll watch 1.5 whatever da, 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 da. but i mean yeah i I, I I was again looking off your description and seeing the gameplay changes of it, like the complexion of the game actually it does change a fair bit, but you know, for people it's like, is it enough to justify it being called Overwatch 2 or you know what I'm saying, is it gonna be like an Overwatch, you know what I'm saying, Overwatch final remix recoded, pull a Kingdom Hearts joint on that hole? But like I I from what I'm seeing, I feel like it's kind of te it's it's starting to teeter closer to being an actual like, okay. You can distinguish just because of the gameplay changes, because of the account changes, because of the character switches, and because of the modes. I feel like could have could have been could have been a DLC, honestly, possibly. But I feel like what my my, my next question would be: What is it? What is it missing? Or what do you think it's missing to be really perceived as Overwatch Two? What I think Overwatch needs, um, what I think Overwatch Two needs, based on the beta and the technical test from what I've played. It definitely needs more support characters. I think that the next two, if not the next three characters that are going to be in Overwatch that get announced should be support characters because people were switched from DPS. Well, one person was switched from DPS to tanks. And now that there's only one person playing tank, you have like one person has the option of playing like nine or eight different characters. I can't remember the number, mm -hmm. but when you're playing support there's only seven characters and there's two of you guys so you guys get to split these seven options i think that they need to put more focus on creating new characters the maps are cool more maps but that's really what it is is like at the end of the day if you want me to spend 60 dollars on overwatch you're gonna have to create more characters and more maps or that pve mode has to be the greatest thing i've ever seen and as a person who's played almost every single, and I want to say almost because I, I might have missed one, but I really doubt it. A person has played every PvE mode in Overwatch. 
they're not worth sixty dollars mm. unless i am wrong and the new mode is crazy gas which i really yeah. i want to be wrong if all you're giving me is the pve modes with this roster coming out off the gate sixty dollars is a very high asking point mm. like unless unless you're going to give me a, a deal for owning overwatch one you own overwatch one you only got to pay blah 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 for the upgrade you got me but if I'm paying $60 for a brand new game, it's got to be a brand new game. Hmm. Feel that. I felt that, bro. And that's been our official Overwatch correspondent. Went easy, man. Come on. <laughs> Do it. I, I, I appreciate it. I know me. I'm like, I don't give a shit about Overwatch. I'm keeping a buck with y'all. Like, I, I haven't played it since literally the first beta from the first game way back when. I was talking about I was talking uh to Nick Tanner about this a little bit too in the DM. Shout out Nick Tanner. But I was like, yeah, bro, I haven't I've barely touched Overwatch. Like, bro, I I I I I played Paladins more recently than I played Overwatch to, to put things game. in perspective. Exactly. And I'm like, yo, That's Paladins wasn't even that bad. And so my mind isn't really in the, I guess, hero shooter type of thing, unless you kinda kinda put it in Apex's thing. But it's it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not necessarily no, the same. Yeah. So thinking and looking at overwatch from a outsider's perspective it was hard to kind of make those differentiate differentiations between okay how is this different from overwatch one how is this going to kind of capture the casual's eye as a you know brand new coat of paint or a, a brand new you know experience in and of itself instead of just a brand new coat of paint and that's that's i think that's what comes with you know more characters and more again solid reworks they, they, it seems like they have been on the progress in terms of the foundation of the gameplay the game state but now it comes with the new characters that help support that life cycle and support the, uh, I guess, the exchange of what you're talking about, you know, with the player counts and changes. And there being so many limited options to certain classes and stuff like that that you have to do per game. There, there needs to be way more variety to justify it being an Overwatch 2 instead of just a 1.5, a remix, reskin, a, uh, you know what I'm saying, a rewatched, uh, you know what I'm saying, a, uh, um, Overwatch, you know what I'm saying, clone or Overwatch, yeah. you know, iteration there is some work to be done from from what I'm seeing, but I mean, it seems to it seems to have been, of course, recapturing all the you know the Overwatch loyalist fans where they had like 1.6 million people watching uh, off the first yeah. day. So it seems like they're you know they're they're getting back into some notoriety with the people who are feeding for it. And uh, you know what? We'll see, man. We'll see. Still some work to do, but it's gonna be interesting to see how it develops. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. All right, Overwatch, we watching over you for real, for real. All right, on to the next one. Uh, so the team behind the upcoming title Diablo Immortal dropped some new details this week on what we might see and when we will be able to get our hands on it. So uh, a little bit about the plot. Uh, it's going to be taking place in between Diablo 2 II and 3 with the new MMORPG on the block has six base classes, Barbarian, Crusader, Demon Hunter, Monk, Monk, Necromancer and Wizard, and is coming to iOS, Android and PC via open beta on June 2nd with a full free-to-play drop at an unannounced time. So, thoughts on Diablo Immortal, what's coming, no consoles, mobiles, what's going on? It's funny, because I actually was playing, I was on the bait, the over the Battle.net program, right? Because yeah. I just was like, I had it open, and I still have it open, I should probably close it. But <laughs> I looked at it, and I, was, I saw something like pop up, it was like new, and I was like, what's this? And it was like, Diablo Immortal? And I was like, that's crazy. And they were like, sign up for the beta on like the announcements or whatever. And I was like, I clicked on it and they're like, oh, you're already signed up for the beta. And I was like, I never pre-registered for this. I don't remember pre-registering for this, but all right, cool. So mm. I'm signed up for the immortal beta. I'll let y'all know how it goes. Um, not really like the thing about it 
is that Diablo is really slow on the on the pickup because they made this genre, this top down yeah. looter, looter RP like action RPG genre. They made this genre, mm-hmm. so I don't know why it's taking them so long to come out with more games because. When you tell me MMORPG in the style of Diablo, I don't think of Diablo Immortal. I think of um, Lost Ark because that is more closer to what I think of. Mm. Like Lost Ark does what Diablo does, and it's it's fully out right now. Like it's a yeah, free to play. It's, it's fully it's out a, right now, and it's mm-hmm. it's not only iOS either. You know what I'm saying? It's it's on PC now, mind you. I don't know if it's on consoles. I don't know if Lost Ark is on consoles. But when I see Diablo Immortal, it's like, man, as a as a Diablo fan, I don't really care. I want Diablo 4. I don't really want Diablo Immortal. I don't want an MMORPG because you guys, it takes you guys forever to come out with a Diablo game. I don't think this live service game is going to be the move, you know? It takes you guys to push out content for regular shit. Imagine a game where I'm playing it consistently every day. Is there going to be enough there? The answer mm-hmm. i don't like i don't know but i cannot think i don't think it will be high and i don't know who's playing diablo and is sitting there like man i wish this shit was on my phone like i never thought that when i was playing diablo yeah. i never at one point was like i wish this was on my phone it just doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. so we'll see i'm pre-registered i'll let y'all know how it goes i'm not very excited i want diablo 4 i don't every time i hear the words diablo and it's not four, i don't even care and this is another blizzard property so like guys you guys have two big games, uh, technically now three, because I forgot Immortal was a thing. You guys got three big games on the horizon. Y'all can't fuck up again. Like this is this is make it or break it. Y'all need to y'all need to focus on the real shit. And I don't know if Immortal is it, but if I'm wrong, I will eat the shit out of my words with no ketchup. But we will see. Like we will see. I don't think that I'll be wrong on this one. Hey man, I I I am interested. Just in the fact that again, it's the mobile focus with, of course, a little bit of PC in there. But the fact that they are, you know, again trying to double down on mobile stuff. Uh, and again, it seems like it's also a big focus from, uh, of course, Blizzard's perspective and what they were doing on that side. But like seeing this, I'm wondering, okay, how is this impacting that development cycle of again Diablo Four and the other big projects they have going on? Uh, I hope it doesn't impact it too much, but it looks pretty interesting. I'm not I'm not the biggest MMORPG guy nowadays because I mean because time's kind of scarce so I don't commit too much time to it but if it looks you know if it if it looks and feels pretty good especially with the dedication to PC on that side I might be prone to actually you know giving it a shot so uh, for me not I don't have too much to say on Diablo Immortal but uh, I'm hoping that uh, you know the 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 June open beta provides some type of good context for what it is and if this is like an engaging you know an engaging joint I'm I'm ready to pick it up yeah. The Diablo games are fun, and that gameplay mm. loop is really fun, but if this shit is ass, I'm just gonna download Lost Ark again. Yeah, hey, listen, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man, that's Diablo news. Uh, let's skip forward a little bit uh, to oh, Xbox and Bethesda. Wow. Forgot y'all was here. I forgot it's like, you know, like like Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff said, man, it's, it's almost summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. And it means that a wave of new platform conferences and showcases are on the horizon. So this week, Microsoft, of course, broke the first shot in that slew, announcing that the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase, which could be a crazily packed showing, uh, will go live on June 12th of this year. 
So, I mean, there's, of course, we're going to get into this talk, of course, you know, as we approach E3 season, we're getting into this a lot more in depth, but there's general thoughts on Xbox and Bethesda combining shows and big question here. What do you think they need to have a great show? Uh, Bethesda and Xbox for me, for it to be a good show for me, I'm going to need to see Doom 3 uh personally mm. <laughs> i i don't even care whatever like everybody wants starfield that's cool i want either a wolfenstein or a doom Bro. something um wolfenstein is due for another game i'm just saying i'm just i bought both of those games full price on not full no the first one I didn't buy full price the second game i bought on release full price i was like i need it because that those games are gas the, the one the newest one that came out the one where it's like it's kids didn't buy it heard it was trash besides the point though um I would love to see some, I would love to see Doom. I would love to see a lot of the other games that they announced for Game Pass last year because I heard, I saw Slime Rancher 2 and I know a lot of people mm. aren't looking for Slime Rancher 2, but if there's only eight of us, I'm number eight because that game is gas. And I thought the second game was going to be dope. Um, I haven't seen that yet. There's another 2D, uh, there's another 2D indie game that they announced uh, last mm. year for Game Pass. Still haven't heard any news when that's dropping yet. There's a lot of games that they announced, and I just want to see some follow-ups. Let's see, let's see some follow-ups on Outer Worlds 2. Let's see something like that. I need or, that. You know oh what I'm saying? Oh my like, goodness, core memory unlocked. Core yeah. memory unlocked. Oh yeah, yeah. I need that. I need that, big dog. There's, I need there's that. There's so many. There's so many games that they announced that we haven't heard anything from. So this, if you're only doing it on your on your big showcases, a this is the big showcase. It's time to this show some it. case. You know what I'm saying? Like this is time. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> but oh, I want to see some follow ups. I want to see some like because they had like I remember they had like a. 10 or 20 minute trailer where it was just almost all trailers of shit but now mm-hmm. i want to see like a 10 20 minute or like a 15 minute trailer of all gameplay like that's what i want to see like you announced a bunch of stuff cool let me sh- show me some gameplay show me some dates something i don't even need dates just show me gameplay at this point because there's a lot of games that i forgot about that, and if i forgot about it i feel like i don't need it um so if you show me some gameplay or at least like an update or something i i'm mm-hmm. excited i don't think they're gonna be bad because like no offense to them uh, I'm sure it's going to be good regardless, but who are they competing against? Really? Like, who's Them, their competition? Themselves and getting exclusives. <laughs> the only way they can fuck up is if they fall on stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only way they can fuck up is, is their fault. Um, yeah. So, and if they don't show out, in which I'm like, yeah. hey, listen, at this point, it's mission critical for these next couple of years for Microsoft to show out like crazy. There's there's enough stuff in the background that's already having a little bit of a tough time, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Perfect Dark is in a state right now, apparently for what we're hearing. So that's not going to be shown until about another three, four years. That's a big, heavy hitter right there. Y'all got in y'all slate for first-party stuff. Out the question. Other stuff is like radio silent. Like, y'all need to be showing out with the, with the best and brightest stuff, you know what I'm saying, off, off the rip. Like, for me, in my opinion, I think, of course, well, just... Taking a step back and speak on format, the format y'all had from a year or two ago, game, game, world premiere, major release, world, world premiere, world premiere, world, 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 Bethesda, file 76, mobile app, world, 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 mobile game, world, 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 world premiere, all of that. I need consistent, consistent gameplay drops. Don't even, Phil, say something for like three minutes and get off the stage. Todd, say something for like three minutes, get off the stage. Other dude, what's his name? Hirschberg, whatever his name is, whoever, whatever the hell you do, dude from it's software, 
three minutes, get off the stage. And straight yeah. games. Straight games. Uh, Starfield better be a given, which I think it is at this point. Uh, if it's not, that's going to be crazy. That's a, that's a wild look if it's not a given They should have never told point. y'all about this game. They should never should told y'all never, about that game. It, I, yo, <laughs> if, if they do not show a, a solid, like a nine, seven to nine minutes pure gameplay standpoint of Starfield, it's, it's, it, we're going to have to have a conversation. We're going to have to have a talk. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to ask your wristband. But secondly, I, I think maybe, uh, one of those, uh, actually, we know Hellblade Two. Actually, that's what my second one was. Hellblade Two definitely it should be in there because they already showed the trailer off. They probably have another look at it, which is cool. I'm looking forward to Hellblade Two. Hellblade One was dope, so that's nice. Um, Gear Six. I am, I'm in the mind state of. I feel like it's time to start bringing it back into the fold a little bit. I know people aren't as excited for it because I know everybody's not excited for it. But I kind of miss Gears gameplay. I miss Gears a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you, like. It's weird. Like I didn't, I didn't play Gears Five that much. Uh, Gears Four, I played a little bit, and I, I haven't played it. You know, what I'm saying like crazy. I was a late bloomer. I came in like beginning of Gears Three and then went backwards retroactively. But if they can actually make you know something crazy at the you know Coalition, what else? What, what other games have they made? Nothing. It's all Gears. So they're probably just making the next Gears. I feel like they should drop drop with something like now. They should have a real good gameplay showing out now. And kind of set some stuff up with momentum. Like they need some first party stuff. And the only other thing <laughs> I would say, uh, bold prediction, uh, <laughs> or just out there, bro. This is wishful thinking, bro. Hey, yo, bring back Sunset Overdrive, bro. Or hand it to the right people. Hand it to the right people. Damn it, hand it to the right people. One had to take off his glasses for that, man. Yeah, listen, that's how far fetched it was. He said, Come on, dog. Let's be real. That's right. <laughs> And then oh, Sunset Overdrive is owned by it was made by Insomniac, right? Insomniac, it was Insomniac. Nah, Insomniac they shit. Is owned by PlayStation, correct? Oh shoot, are they? Oh, are they now? I know they're like. Now nah, hold on, I know. I of course, they're, they're owned like by PlayStation. They're in that. I thought they were in that, like that partner stage, that close partner stage before they get acquired by them officially. I thought they already got acquired. I oh could no, be wrong. no, they already did. You're right. No, you're right. They yeah. already did. You're right. Slip my um, mind. My I, fault. Damn, no, but forget there that. Was, was, no, 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 Don't forget that. Um, because there was something about, um, I'm gonna have to look it up and I'll get back to you, um, mm-hmm. about Sunset Overdrive because I believe that they could make another one, like legally they're allowed to. Ooh. Um, Ooh. but I would have to, I'd have to look into it because I remember seeing a tweet about it. I need uh, that. Oh, here we, yeah, there was an IGN article, um, they could do it, but for PlayStation, so it would just want to be an Xbox exclusive. But I'm not against that. Uh, so I'll see you at the PlayStation conference. I'll see you at the state of play. Yeah, like yo, like that would be that would be nuts. Um, that I would love to uh-huh. see Sunset Overdrive, but we're not seeing that at the Xbox. Showcase. Yeah, nah, not the okay. So yeah, X that. Oh yeah, Redfall. That that whole vampire four player shooter joint. Uh, oh, the, yeah. the, that we need to see some gameplay of at some point. That would be nice. That would be I'm nice still, to actually look at. I'm still thinking that shit is gonna be uh like XCOM. I'm still thinking it's gonna be a turn based strategy game. I I still I feel don't it in my that. bones. If don't I call it, yo, don't say that. I am so good at what I do. Don't I'm say start, that. I'm gonna start a company of predicting game <laughs> game trends because I this man, see this it. Man I is game DraftKings. This man is game DraftKings. <laughs> I'm gonna bro. start holding bets. <laughs> Oh my gosh! We nah, low key put some over unders on Xbox conferences. I'm pretty sure they already do. They already doing some stuff like that. But 
if if Redfall is a strategy game, I will be mm-hmm. very, very, very sad. No slight to strategy game. Shout out to XCOM, but I would just be very disappointed given that. Like, you gonna give us this and then be a strategy game? I might as well go play Blood Hunt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, damn, bro. But that's there. Uh, um, a little bit yeah. on the a little bit on the Sunset Overdrive thing. Mm. Sony itself recently registered a trademark for Sunset Overdrive. Wow. Ooh. By no means is this a confirmation that the company will make a sequel. It, do, it does mean they that reserve it could. In the room. This is, yeah, this is it. That's what it was that I read, that it was like, they mm. could do it if they really wanted to. Should they? they, um, they I would love to space. see it. I would love to see it, but I would love to see the Wolverine game first. So uh, facts, we'll see what happens. Facts. That, that is definitely would, a fact. I'm not going to lie. I would love to see the Wolverine game way before I see it. Now that drive. you mention it, now that you mention it, yeah, we can just hold it. Yeah, scooch over to the side, baby. Scooch. Just, yeah. Like, just Wait two years, drop in the summer. Your boys, def- like, you know, like, wherever, where, whenever. I think Saints Row is dropping in August. Just drop that yes. same, like, that same time. Because I think, I think that's the perfect time for games like that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. And honestly, besides that, what, uh, what else, what else was there? Um, there was the one game from Obsidian that was a, it was like a medieval magical like type of game that they do avowed, avowed. They could show more of avowed. <laughs> Damn, well shit, there it is. But yeah, no, nah, avowed, I, I mean, it's an Obsidian game, so I'm, I'm, I'm locked in with whatever Obsidian does, honestly, like they, they're solid. Again, that in the Outer Worlds too, that would be nice to let us know about that. If there's, you know, any more word on Fable, if it's coming back. That would be nice say, to know about the they, new Fable. If they drop Fable, that oh, yeah, no, conference it's lit. It's is lit. going bananas. It's lit. Um, and if they, lit. Drop, if they drop Fable and then it's just a cinematic, it's still going bananas. But when is going to be the only, is going to be considered a hater on the timeline? Because I'm going to be oh, like, yeah, guys, nah. guys, it's just a cinematic. Where's the gameplay? Where's the gameplay? Yeah, you're, you're And everybody's going to be like, you're a hater. Shut up. We wanted Fable. And I'm be like, all right, guys, not, enjoy the hype. <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong, man. But yeah, man, it's going to be a lot of stuff, man. Yo, E3 week is going to be, or formerly known as E3 week, is going to be a really, really interesting time, man. Like the summer game fest period, if you want to call it that now. You know what I'm saying? What is, like, it, what is the name for it now? Like, it's I don't just, know. It feels like we're... <laughs> is it? It's... June is going to be crazy. I can't the wait for June. Yeah, June, I guess. You know, <laughs> Damn, it just it sounds so weird now. I don't know what to call it. It's, I don't know to say it, man. It's like it's like Prince, like formerly known as he's just the artist. Oh, formerly the, the, known as E3. <laughs> yeah, the game season. I'm about to say game announcement season. It's just a symbol. It's just a G or something like that. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, bro, like it's different. It's different. But in terms of the Xbox Bethesda showcase, the first announced there, there's there uh that they're coming, of course. So I'm hoping to see a lot of good stuff, man. Like I I need like like 87 minutes. Block out, block out, block out, block out. Unload the whole clip on the whole showcase, bro. Don't hesitate. Because this, I think this is a really big year for announcements, honestly. Game release, of course, but this is going to set up 2020, 2023 and 2024. I think because of some of the knock-ons from uh, development delays and whatnot and still knock, shaking off the, you know, the the uh, brunt of COVID and, and whatnot in, in gaming circles, 2023 and 2024 are going to be huge. So... This is this and like game awards are like two big ones, two really big shows to show out for this year. So make it so. Yeah. Make it so. All right. 
on to the next. Speaking of, you know, releases and uh, what we're talking about, man. Uh, as we all know, Sony has been making some headway in, in the effort to assimilate into PC gaming and drop more titles there. And according to rumors, we could be seeing the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection drop on PC storefronts in June, which is way earlier than people might have expected. So uh, the Legacy of Thieves collection dropped on PS5 in January of this year, while the PC date was left unconfirmed, but announced at the same time. Well, it was coming at the same time the PS5 released in January. But a posting of the 2022 release from the Epic Games Store may have accidentally dropped the exact date to the public. So, I mean, general thoughts on this one, man. I mean, Sony's fast-tracking stuff, Uncharted on PC. How are we feeling? Um, Sure. Like, I already beat Uncharted. That's what's crazy. Like, I, I feel bad. Like, I do like Uncharted, but... Mm -hmm. I, I already beat it unless like it's going to be remastered graphics or something crazy because that's like what drawed me to like buying Death Stranding on PC was that they were like oh you're gonna get ultra widescreen you're gonna get like a bunch of extra mm -hmm. stuff um and it's not I, even like new content mm -hmm. it's just graphical yeah, just things a, yeah the graphical maxes like I, yeah. I feel like it is honestly if there was a delay if they dropped it if they dropped the PS5 version in January and then they said oh a PC version is coming it just didn't tell us when I feel like that time spent would be used to maximize like the, the graphical output and stuff and kind of really test the limits on PC. So when it drops, y'all have some extra stuff that y'all can deal with on, on, on this platform and stuff. So I, I think that might've been one of the main drivers behind it as well. And just, yeah. of course the, the delay and kind of getting some of these Sony fans used to hey, listen, we're dropping stuff on PC guys, relax. It's, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. So I, I, but I think mainly it was the kind of development process of make, making sure things are maxed out on uh, PC. And for me, it just speaks more to not so much the series of, you know, shout out to Uncharted. It's a good series. I, I you know, I, I enjoy it. Like, I about to say, we've had, we've had this hot take conversation already, but I do enjoy the series a lot. Uh, let me see. And it, it's just the, the larger aspect of it, though. Again, PlayStation still like they're making a beeline to get into that PC market and they're going crazy right now. They're trying to, I, I feel like from what I've seen, they, they're, they're starting to get a little bit faster with consistent uh, releases. God of War, Last of Us. I about to say, now this is coming in June. I, I about to say, wait, is Last of Us there yet or no? I don't think so. Let me, wait, let there me was, check. No, but... Days Gone. I forgot. No, I lied. Days, Days Gone. gone. Yes. Days Gone. Yes. Yeah. I, the I, 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 game. Yes. The other one. I apologize for that. It was a mistake. But yeah. Uh, they, yeah, Days Gone, God of War, and uh, you know, now Uncharted. I think they're starting to fast track like a major, you know, PlayStation like first party title like every like six months, it seems. Like every six months, like you probably get two major franchises a year, and that's when they're trying to, you know, catch up into the game and get their foothold in the PC market because they know it's money. They know it's money yeah. in there, you know, it's sustainable sales, and they're not they're not gonna back down, bro. They're not. And I feel like that also could play into what they might do with PlayStation Essentials and what they might, you know, include down the line. Of course, copying or well, not necessarily copying, but taking after some of the styles that we've seen with different game paths and whatnot. It's a win for them. You know what I'm saying? Just you know, say Sony fans don't cry, bro. Don't cry. It's okay. Everybody wins. You, 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 you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, this is cool on their part. Personally, I, I'm still like the the biggest thing I need to see from them is Essentials. I don't really. Like again, like I think it's cool that they're adding like these these games that we weren't people who didn't have PS4s or PS5s were able to play. Like now you can play the God of Wars and all this stuff. But I also think that those games are kind of old at this point. God of mm -hmm. War is really old. Like Uncharted is stupid old. I beat mm -hmm. all these games in college. If I was somebody who wanted to know the 
Uncharted story, I would have already looked it up by now. And I didn't have a PS4, I would have already looked it up by now. I would have watched the the, the stuff or whatever. Um, so this is cool for the people who want to play these games. Like, I want to play God of War, sure, go buy it. You're gonna play it. Same thing with like Final Fantasy. I think that was a a, a bigger inclusion to PC than than any of these games because that game was more recent. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing is if they want to do if they want to do PC right, they need to start putting new things on PC because this wait six months to a year to release on PC is it's just not fast enough. It's just, it just really isn't. Um, as a person who I, again I love Death Stranding. I bought the regular version. I bought the director's cut. It was an upgrade. Don't don't look at me like I spent sixty dollars four mm -hmm. times or whatever. Um, I bought these things, but if I was a Death Stranding fan, I would have been looked it up by now. You know, like you need to start dropping things. If you're gonna do a time release more than six months, you you're gonna lose that person because six months from now anything could change. The money that I had to buy this game could be gone because some life happened, or even just like my interest in it could have just dwindled. Um, this is, it's great that they're pushing these games, but I really need to see more. If they want to do this PC thing, right. I need to see more, um, urgency with when they put these titles on there. Mm -hmm. I, I, I agree. And if they want to, again, if they want to capitalize on the momentum that they're having, getting, you know, stuff back into the, into the PC market, they have to be quicker on the draw with these releases. And I feel like it's, we need to start seeing you guys getting closer to parity with your actual on console releases. That's what's going to really make the difference. No more yeah. of this like, oh yeah, you'll get it the next year over. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's that, that would honestly put a lot of people off and yeah. you know, in the grand scheme of things, that's what needs to, you know, the parity needs to happen between PC and console. If, if PlayStation really wants to, you know, be about it, if they really about it, you got to show it, put your money where yeah. your mouth is and make that release that much closer. And all you, all you're going to do is you know piss off the one the, the two fans they got you know what i'm saying like they got they got sony underwear on right now or some shit like that you know what i mean like you pissing yeah. them off they gonna cry for like three minutes and then buy your game anyway so in the grand scheme right. of things it's only making you more money than you're losing so you good they'll be all right i think it's a good move for everybody it's w's all around one thousand percent facts man let's don't worry about it man uh anyways Let's uh let's move forward. Oh, it's also a side note. I gotta low key watch the Uncharted movie. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm uh, yeah, I watch too. I'm a, I got I gotta get my you know what I'm saying my two cents in on it. Allegedly, you know what I'm saying through some sources, <clears throat> supposedly. <clears throat> yeah. Huh? <clears throat> and I drink of water. Anyway, speaking of films, uh, let's get on to the trailer trove, man. We got a couple of stories coming through today. Uh, a few of them uh pretty obscure, like what the hell where did this come from? And also, uh, glorious news. But let's start off with the first one. Uh, it, so it seems that Sony is really ready to pull up on the next Marvel property and turn it into a full production because, like, they thought, oh, Morbius is such a good idea. Let's go for more. Uh, with superstar Hispanic music artist Bad Bunny set to take on the role of El Muerto. El Muerto was pretty obscure to me, not going to lie. I had no idea who the hell this was. But upon some research, his appearances as a superpower luchador with the power coming from his mask created several run-ins with Spider-Man in the comics. And, you know, after the Morbius situation, there was like, yeah, we still tracking, bro. We still going to create this roster of just like spider adjacent movies. So, you know, it, I guess that's the direction they're going. El Muerto is coming with Bad Bunny. How you feel about it, one? Um, now, I don't know anything about El Muerto, El Muerto, but I would say it's safe to assume El Muerto is Mexican of origin. Um, and mm. Bad Bunny is Puerto Rican. 
So I mean, like already, <laughs> I I I just I just feel like you know, like a white guy's behind this. I I am pretty pretty sure that the this like what? Um, wow, Matt, yeah, that yeah, just makes to, music just to confirm. Just to confirm, uh, yeah, the place of origin for M. Huerto is uh, Magdalena de Quino, Sonora, Mexico. Oh, my goodness. Straight Mexico. Uh, so Again, no no knowledge. He's a luchador. So I'm like, podcast. duh. I had no knowledge of this. I called it. A spade <laughs> is a spade. I saw it from a mile away. Um, they just heard Bad Bunny wants to make a movie. And then Sony was like, Find a Spanish, <laughs> find a Spanish hero. They're flipping find through a pages hero. like they're like, flipping we, through all the comic <laughs> pages like, yo, there's gotta be somebody. There's gotta be nah, what nah, about, nah. What about this uh, El Muerto guy? It's like, whatever, fuck it. Hey, Mr. Bunny, like, uh, mm. so no, actually, you know who would have been better? Actually, let me look it up. I can actually let me just double check this. Um, yeah, uh, there's there is a character that is, I believe, Puerto Rican and a superhero that is actually in the Marvel comics. Um, but to to go back to this, uh, this shit is stupid. Um, <laughs> I don't see the purpose. I I just don't know if Bad Bunny's a good actor. He he can he's in the WWE. Like he could do that shit, which, which is facts. cool. Which but is, like, which, wow. But this is this it's is different. different. Even even the even though the fact that Bad Bunny is in the WWE. A lot of people from the WWE aren't good actors themselves, and they've been doing it yeah, for way longer than Bad Bunny has been. There's only been facts. two good actors that and, come out of the fucking shit, <laughs> and that's and that's the basis you choose your entire thing off. I think one because it's Bad Bunny and he's like a popular, mm-hmm. he's a popular artist, and two he did some wrestling and, and that was it. That was like you you were sold on this. They, I think it was the fact that they were trying to make this work at some point. You know what I'm saying? They saw that movie script and then they saw him. They're like, yo, we gotta make this fit. It don't matter what we gotta do. This just gotta work. This is just, this is just gotta work. I don't I don't know what's going on. White Tiger. They could have made White him White Tiger. White Tiger Hector Ayala is a fictional mm. character appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics was created mm. by Bill uh, Mateo and George Perez. A Puerto Rican White Tiger was a Marvel's first Hispanic superhero. You could have just did that, and that's how that's how much knowledge Sony has of these fucking characters. Is that there is a character, uh, there is a Puerto Rican superhero that he could have been, and they said, "Nah." <laughs> mm, that's, cool. that's interesting. So cool. literally from San Juan, like that's kind of crazy, bro. Bro, bro, so, I, and I don't right even read comics, and I know this. If he was in Civil War. He died in Civil bro. War. That that was one of the characters you're, that died oh, in Civil War. You're right. Wow. Nobody, and nobody we, and we glossed over this and we just yo, bro. Thank you for reminding me of that. And we glossed <laughs> over white time. Yo, that's kind of wild, bro. That's actually nah nah nah. That's actually that's actually kind of nutty, bro. And you went straight to El Huerto. Like, bro, I was just like, yo, I, I I'm trying to find out the strategy for even doing this, bro. Cause even <laughs> then, I, I, okay, this is what I think. This is what I think, all right? They put Spider-Man on a dartboard, right? And they were like, okay, cool. Let's put every single related person or like major character near in adjacency to Spider-Man. Let's put them on the board as well. And they're starting to throw darts at whichever one hits. Morbius, boom. Venom, boom. We got some hits. Cool. Madam, Madam Web, boom. That's a hit. Craven, boom. That's a hit. That. We'll take it. We'll end just building all these Spider-Man adjacent things without a Spider-Man. <laughs> Without a Spider-Man present, which makes no sense on top of that to, like, again, bind all them together, whatever. 
And now they were just like, yo, and what the, that, that, that's tough. We, we, we got to take it, even though to, it makes more sense to literally give it to a character that actually kind of fits and also had a run in with Spider-Man. He was right next to him. And Wertho and this and White Tiger was right there. They were right next to each other, bro. Like and, and, and like and look and again looking at White Tiger, I'm like, yo, Bad Bunny could fit this guy more. And Wertho is like a six two. He's a and <laughs> Wertho is a six two, six three, two hundred and fifty pound dude, bro. Like what? I I I I'm 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 losing it. I'm losing it. I'm I'm. <laughs> why do you do this to yourself, Sony? Why do you do this, yes. bro? Give give it up. Give it up. Disney should have took you off everything y'all worth, bro. I'm sorry. It should have it should have stopped y'all. They should have stopped y'all when we had a chance. I, I just can't. want everybody to remember. I just want everybody to remember that when they got a Puerto Rican uh they got a very famous Puerto Rican man to play a superhero, Sony decided to make him a Mexican superhero when there is a Puerto Rican superhero in the Marvel universe that he could have been. I'm not the, saying it's racist. But it kind of feels like it is, bro. And the fact that then they, they not only he's just uh, again like they get, they got a Puerto Rican as a Mexican superhero, they got him as a luchador. So like the most like insane trope you can probably think of, like number one on the list, his his powers literally come from the mask of a luchador that he has to put on his pass down from generation to generation. Like how tropey can you get in like ten minutes? They was like, yo, how many? How how can we write this out in like five? Yo, we got to pitch this thing in like. Like, bro, 20 seconds. How are we going to do this? Listen, he put on the mask, get him, get Bad Bunny. You know what I'm saying? He do a couple songs on the soundtrack, and we straight. Like, ah, it's yeah. it's it's killing me, bro. It's killing me, man. I'm going to say, rather have a little 5-5 five, five, Rey Mysterio do a 619 on, on somebody, bro. Shout out, Jay. Literally, bro. Just have somebody in the cut. Just, just, ha- just have Rey Mysterio come and do a 619 on somebody, movie and roll credits. Like, that's it. That would make as much sense as this. Like, bro, Sony... What are you doing? I'm so confused, Sony. That's so funny. <laughs> I, 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 I'm baffled. I'm baffled, bro. First, you get Tyrese in a film as if that wasn't enough. <laughs> to add to the confusion, you get a whole dude that's a Puerto Rican man and you put him in a straight Mexican character's whole thing, bro. A whole role. Like... Y'all didn't even want to match things up. Y'all, y'all didn't even want to play but like with puzzle pieces. Y'all just y'all just said square peg round hole, just slam yeah. it down. Cool. Make it fit. Like what the world, bro? Listen, man, I'm not gonna lie. Kevin Feige should have headlocked y'all. I ain't gonna lie to you. Kevin Feige should have looking over there like we should have bought him. Like, we bro, we really should have, bro. I should have talked. I should have talked to Bob, bro. Bob Iger should have bought them hoes, bro. This is this is actually wild. Actually insane. Sony. Shame on you, bro. Shame on you. That's a tisk, tisk, tisk. Uh, anyways, uh, we got some movement this week with the Avatar series. And no, not the airbender with the arrow on his head. I met the blue people on Pandora as they gear up to come back to theaters with a whole brand new saga. So kind of overwhelming news uh, this week. We got not one, but four announcements of the next Avatar movies that were announced as part of a planned connected saga. So we got Avatar The Way of the Water as the official sequel to the original movie slated for December 16th of this year. Avatar 3 The Seed Bearer is the third film set for uh, action December 20th, 2024. Avatar 4 The Tolkien Rider is set for action uh, December 18th, 2026. And the last out of the saga Avatar 5 The Quest for Awa is apparently dropping December 22nd 
2028. And Disney are also planning to re-release the original Avatar in theaters this September 23rd with remastered audio and visual. Like, when thoughts on this? I don't even know. How young was I? It was 2009. It was 2009? It was like, yeah, 2008-9. I don't even think I graduated middle school in 2009. <laughs> like, that's insane. And we're getting, we're getting the sequel now? Man, why? Like, I would have just, why don't you just make these into books or something or into like, Bro. like something else? Like, you, like, who, who's been waiting for this? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's really been, Not who's me. really been sitting here? Like, when's the next, man, we haven't heard anything about Avatar this year. Um, like, <sighs> the biggest thing I got out of all the Avatar announcements was that Avatar the Seed Bear sounds like a porno. That's really all, that's like <laughs> all that I got out of this. <laughs> Am I wrong? Like, that shit sounds like a porno. <laughs> That's all I really got out of the whole thing. I was like, cool. Um, I think the actor even said something along the lines of like, yo, when the when I'm in the fifth movie, I might actually be in a wheelchair. I'll be that oh, old. Yeah. Like, what was his name? Sam Worthington. and he was like, bro, I'm, I'm pushing 50 right now. I'm not even pushing yeah. P, bro. I'm 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 pushing a wheelchair. It's about to be a rap for me. Like, bro, what? Ah, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, who cares, bro? I'm sorry, bro. I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be blunt, bro. I liked Avatar as a standalone joint. I was like, yo, bro, technical Marvel. That's cool. That's great. And I forgot about it in like a couple of years. I'm gonna be dead honest with you. It's one of, the, it's like, it's like a, it's like a Mandela effect movie, low key. Like you forget that it's one of the highest grossing movies of all time. Like you literally forget. I, I could run up at people and like ask people on the street, bro. Yeah, you remember that Avatar was like one of the like, highest grossing movies like ever, bro. Like it was like crazy. People was going like it was like it was like top one for years. People gonna be like Avatar, really? Like the one like 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 blue hair? No, 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 no. Like the blue people, like the people that's flying on stuff. Like oh that one, I ain't remember that. Like I just don't think culturally it's as big as people think it is. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not in the right cultural circle for this. Maybe it's not my audience. Maybe it's I'm not the demographic for this. But just to me, it just feels like, yo, this could have been much better and left alone as a one and done. But I understand the Disney machine and I understand the, the uh, incessant need to make everything a connected planned universe. So you're going to, you know, really hone in on making like three, four more movies just to connect on the same type of stuff when maybe there's not really that, you know, much compelling stuff in there for anything beyond a second movie anyways. You know, I just feel like, to me, it's personally unnecessary, and I'm not excited for it in the slightest bit. I wasn't even excited for the first one. I saw it. I was like, oh, that's cool, and kind of left it be. There was other movies better than it. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But technically, I will say this. Technically, as a as a technical marvel, it's a really good movie. Or yeah. Avatar 1. And I have no doubt that they'll up the bar, and it's going to be absolutely out of this world, like crazy, berserk quality in the next sequels. But in terms of the story, in terms of the characters, I don't remember anybody except for that one dude in the wheelchair and Zoe Zaldana, kind of, and that's it. That There's nothing else compelling that's holding me to be like, yo, I need to go stop everything, you know, book my tickets right now as soon as they go on sale and see Avatar 2. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah, it, I, I completely agree with you. There's just, like, all the, all the loose ends were tied up, and now they're just like, there's going to be more story. Like, all right, bro, yeah, I just feel yeah, like you could take the money it costs to make an Avatar movie, you could have created an entirely new franchise, but Entire sure, man. Brand nostalgia. New. And you know what? I saw the plot synopsis of the second one. You know, you know what it says? 
the same people that started shit the first movie, they're coming back for revenge and they got to defend the planet. I'm like, so you're just literally just doing the same thing. Like, that's this what we're doing. That's awesome. I, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted, I wanted that. Cool. I didn't already see this story. Like, give me a Wally too, bro. I don't care about this shit, bro. Like, what the hell? Is? <laughs> I don't care about Avatar, bro. Give me something. Give me something different, man. Ugh, yeah. whatever. Whatever. I understand you got to fill your big box office quota, blah, blah, blah. I do not care. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on to the best news of the week, baby. Yes. 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 Oh, I've been waiting, baby. Uh, and glorious, glorious, glorious news. The Nintendo OG, Shigeru Miyamoto, he announced that the upcoming Super Mario movie has been delayed. Pushing the date back to spring 2023, April 28th in Japan and April 7th in the United States. And oh, man, I when before I throw it to you, I just want to, you know, saying give a special shout out. Shout out to the old man, Groovy J. Uh, when this joint comes out in 2035, unfinished, unpolished. Mario got a plumber as a hat. He got, he got a whole plunger as a hat, bro. You know what I'm saying? He, he only got the same look. He got like fingerless gloves instead of his regular gloves. They're they going to give him the whole Sonic 1 movie treatment before they are riding and stuff. They're going to they gonna make it look crazy. Instead of mushrooms, it's going to be like, you know what I'm saying, like cauliflower, the cauliflower kingdom. It's going to be crazy. It's going to look weird, bro. And I can't wait. I can't wait, Jay. Hope it never come through. And when it does, hope it's trash. But no, nah, I'm fucking with you, honestly. <laughs> no, but all seriousness, though, it is what it is, man. The Mario movie is going to be weird. They're probably going to do some crazy-ass Sonic Mario crossover this thing as well, which it probably will. But, hey, fuck this movie. You see it, Jay? Fuck you. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Man. Yeah, I mean, like, it got delayed. I'm not surprised we didn't hear anything of it. Like, literally, we haven't heard anything from it. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not really excited for it. I'm not a big, uh, like... Chris Pratt fan. I don't think many people are these days. Yeah, I'm cool. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, even if it's bad, I hope it like if it sucks, I hope it gets a soft reboot and mm-hmm. they just keep pushing because I do think it would be cool. Uh, a cool universe. I just didn't really want Mario to talk, but sure, let's yeah. give him an American voice listen, or whatever. Like I just I think it could have been better without it. Just listen, all you gotta do just Yahoo. That's it. That's literally all you had to do. You didn't have to hire nobody for that. Hire the OG yeah. dude. How about saying like, you, you could? You could have you could have literally had everybody in the movie but Mario talk, and I would have been fine with it. Maybe even not have Luigi talk. Because like you got away with it in almost and like all the DS games, he never spoke a word. And he hasn't spoken a word in every other game, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but literally, it's not even like because it's Chris Pratt, it's mostly because he's talking. Chris Pratt is just a multiplier to me being upset about it. <laughs> it just made it way worse. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's talking? And it's Chris Pratt. Like, that's what made it. Uh, you could have Donkey Kong reading an encyclopedia and being the smartest man alive, and I'll be like, that's fine. Man, Mario's talking? I'm like, eh. All right, cool. <laughs> I feel that, bro. But yeah, nah. The only reason, just for the context of people who might not know, Groovy J's been looking forward to this out of either slander or whatever. He's been looking forward to this movie. And uh, I'm, I'm here to actively slander it. So yeah, shout outs. This is going to be a recurring thing. And it's been happening. If you if you've been if you've been listening closely, you know. So yeah, <laughs> shout out shout out to Mario delays, baby. Long may it continue. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. That's enough of the trailer troll for the day, man. Let's get to the rest of the topics for uh, this episode. Uh, oh, okay. So we got a juicy rumor this week uh, about Spider Man Two 
coming from Insomniac Games, the the much anticipated sequel to the 2018 Smash hit. Now remember, this is a big rumor, so do not take anything to heart unless it came from Insomniac's mouth directly. This did not, so please, grain of salt. Just we're just we're just speculating here off the off the off the little talks, off the little murmurs. But the word is that the sequel to the 2018 Spidey iteration will feature gameplay in the perspectives of both Peter Parker and Miles Morales for respective missions, and a third playable character with a different playstyle, projectiles, and some form of tentacles, quote-unquote, whether it be artificial or organic, will be playable, which points to a playable version of Venom, whether it be in its own symbiote form, or a version that is attached to one of the Spideys, most likely Peter, could be in the game. So, I mean, thoughts on this? It seems like a big shift. We know from the first uh, reveal trailer of Spider-Man 2 that Venom will be present, that uh, Miles Morales and Peter will be present. Uh, what are we thinking? Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, I like, I mean, so how to put it, like, I like Venom, but I feel like a lot of shit kind of takes like a downward turn when you introduce Venom. Not in a bad way, but it's always like, Venom is a great character and he really does good shit for the Spider-Man universe. But I'm just kind of scared of like, mm. We did Venom, where do we go from here? Because that's mm. what I feel like a lot of Spider-Man games that I played always kind of do. It's like, all right, we did Venom. How do we continue to make this? Um, I would be excited to play Venom. Uh, Spider-Man Web of Shadows had a lot of fucking problems. Um, but that game was fire. still pretty fucking still fun. Fire. That shit was still really fire. fucking fun to play. Still fire. Um, even, and I remember like, I remember booting that game up and my friend telling me like, no, you got to play, you got to play, you got to play. I got it. And I remember booting that game up and hearing Peter Parker talk for the first time. I was like, ew. But then <laughs> I was like, then I played it and I was like, this is but really still fucking good. <laughs> this is pretty heat. Um, I want to I see, I want to see where this goes with hopefully with this Wolverine game. If there, if this is Venom, I would hope that like the next Spider-Man, let's say Spider-Man 4 or, well, this is Spider-Man 2, so Spider-Man 3. Like mm-hmm. we see more inclusion of the X-Men. Maybe Square Enix is like, hey, we don't want to make any more Avengers games. And you know, insomniac acquires some rights to some of these characters like oh there's tony stark there's blah 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 you know what i'm saying um so we will see i'm excited to see what comes of it uh playing as venom has always been sick even when you're just playing as a black mm-hmm. suit i think i remember mm-hmm. ultimate spider-man i was just game about to say crazy. It. i was gonna say it i was gonna game say it was crazy it. that shit was nuts i, I still this yes. day i wish i could yes. replay it because that shit was yes. crazy Nothing yes. was better than like running around as Venom and just being a just being a menace. Like that was like you're just fucking eating people on the streets. It was crazy. Um, it was a it was a really good game. I really hope to. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what they could do with it. It's Insomniac, so it's probably gonna be gas. Mm-hmm. Um, fingers crossed. I just hope that they have plans for the future. Um, I don't want to see this franchise burn out too quickly because we had 2018 Spider Man, 2020 we had Miles Morales. Like mm-hmm. these two year. Gap, this it's not a bad thing, but I just want I want a good healthy Spider Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want to get to twenty twenty eight or whatever, and I'm sitting here like, all right, guys, mm-hmm. the, they you guys have yeah got to reboot again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it would be kind of corny. Hey, listen, I I I will say this. Uh, it seems that the multiple. Resp- multiple perspectives and in terms of mission structure and certain like that it's not it's not new on the spider-man franchise you know you did the little crawl crawl around missions with uh with uh what's it called mary jane you did the crawl around missions with uh miles Morales before he got his powers so switching perspectives isn't new to the game state so yeah. that's that's while well, well, of course those missions were kind of like mid because i'm like yo bro what the hell this 
if, it's not fun. if you have me playing as Peter Parker as Spider-Man and then Miles Morales as Spider-Man and I for a fucking second have to play oh, as Mary to Jane, no, I'm nah. frisbeeing that game out the window and then I'm gonna go pick it up and put it back in the game. I got beating this shit, but I'm gonna be really fucking mad. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Listen, bro. Listen, I, 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 I'm just like you know. You're not. You, you. I completely agree. Uh, do not give us any more missions like that, please. Like we, please. we have to just please, just please. at least make I at least my time. facts. At least make a Spider-Man. Just like get. Let's do like a marker. Just do something on a D-pad, a director in a direction, or something like that, bro. Like, please. But anyways, switching perspectives is not new to the series, and. Considering you know what they're doing in terms of the plot, they have both of them there. They potentially have Craven, thank God. Uh, they have Venom in the game, so them crossing paths and having multiple you know missions. I feel like the chances of them, uh, you know, possibly splitting up and having their own things to do, maybe in different parts of the city, are very very plausible. So having those different mission splits, I you know I was. I was thinking, you know, maybe not mid-mission, but maybe an open world. You can, like, switch, like, a GTA style, like, when you hit the D-pad and switch characters from, like, uh, from Franklin to, uh, I was say, somebody else on, on that character wheel. It kind of just goes from that part of the city to where the, where Peter's at or to where Peter Miles is at and kind of going in that. I feel like they might be going of a more rigid style of, you know, okay, only this mission, you can only play as Miles, cool, and then at some point you'll switch over hard cam, you know, and, or maybe you're only one person free roam. Uh, and, and then during missions, you'll switch to certain people. So, I mean, I don't mind it. It is what it is. But I think having this structure in there is the best of both best of both worlds. I know people were calling for co-op. And I'm like, in this kind of no. game state, I don't want it. I don't want co-op in no. this game. I really don't. I want I I want to really be in that vein of where Spider-Man 1 and Miles Morales were. Just, again, single player. I'm duking it out. I'm doing my thing. I'm free roaming around the city and doing my joint. Now, as for Venom, if we can make this a third playable joint, please, please, in any format, if it, I will be number, my number one choice would be Venom on his own, like on his lonesome as a whole, like symbiote by himself, just roaming around the city, like Ultimate Spider-Man, like straight up, like shout out to Jay in the chat, mouthful mode, like dead ass, like I just want to be on the streets, terrorizing people, you know what I'm saying, swinging around, jumping around on walls, climbing up, you know what I'm saying, like eating random people on the street, getting fuel, and then moving to the next objective. If I can possibly do that during a mission, I, my life would be complete. That's all I'm saying. Like, give me the ultimate Spider-Man vibe back. That's 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 what I want. But I would also be accepting of them having Venom attached to one of either Peter or Miles and kind of complete missions that way or be in the free roam that way as a black suit or something like that. That would also be very cool. There's a lot of different directions they can go with it. And the ones we're seeing from the rumors, they look really, really favorable. And there's so much plot to run with this. And I, I understand what you're saying about the run out and the burnout after Venom. And how much room do they have to go? I mean, for me, looking at it, there's still some room to go. I think there's yeah. plenty of room to go. They haven't even introduced Green Goblin. They haven't. Yeah, they no. have, Norman's in the game, but they haven't talked anything about Green Goblin yet. So they have a lot of room to run, I think, personally. And, yeah. they, you know, I think the uh, the relationship between MJ and Peter is still pretty fresh in terms of that series. I know we had a big, you know, big heartbreak in terms of, you know, uh, certain people dying. I won't, I won't spoil the Spider-Man game for you if you haven't nah, seen it, if you haven't played it, right? Which is, which is kind of crazy. It's 2018, 2022, but I'm going to be cool today. have a lot of things to do, all right? All right. Hey, 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 hey. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. You ain't on trial. But, uh, you know, that relationship between MJ and Peter is still kind of growing. Of course, they did the whole thing where he's going on vacation with her and blah, blah, blah. So that, you know, that kind of dynamic and Green Goblin and potentially Harry, 
Like that's that could be a whole thing. I, and I still think there's a lot of characters left for them to explore in the next Spider-Man's after that. And Venom could still be alive after the events of this game, for all we know. Yeah, that's true. You know, and again, that could also bleed over into how X, how the X-Men kind of the Wolverine game fares, how certain X-Men might pop up. You, you could see a run in with Venom and your know, Venom and Logan. Like there's a lot of room for this to potentially run and bleed into the other Insomniac Marvel titles. I think that they're going at a good pace. I, if there's anybody I had faith in to really make something happen in this, you know, in the, in these types of games, it's Insomniac. They've proven it with the yeah. track record. They haven't missed so far. They, they, they're, they're really stellar when it comes to gameplay and a solid story and, and what they're, you know, drawn into a gameplay experience. You know, if I, if I had to put my chips on somebody to make something crazy with Spider-Man two, it's them. But yeah, yeah. Any, any way you slice it for right now, for what I'm seeing from these rumors, uh, you know, either it's one direction or the next. I'm very, very excited for Spider-Man 2. Very, very excited. I, I feel that. I feel that 100%. Uh, I yeah. can't wait. 100%, man. 100%. Okay. And we're going to switch over to some more news. Uh, so the development team at Slow Clap announced the full slate of seasonal free content for the action ass whooping simulator known as Sifu. With a set of new features and modes to tinker with the experience, Sifu looks to add a gameplay modifier, uh, re- replay editing modes, new costumes, and arena mode, and a lot more across 2022. Hmm. So, I mean, general thoughts on this, man. They, they dropping free content. There's a lot of stuff to add in. How you feel? Um, That's cool. Y'all are a little late, but it's cool. We'll let it slide. Like, the people mm-hmm. who want to play Sifu, the people who want to replay Sifu are going to replay Sifu. I still feel mm-hmm. this day and playing it. Um, every now and then I'll jump in and be like, you know what? I only got like 20 minutes before Panda comes over. I only got a few minutes before X, Y, Z. Uh, let me run through the club real quick. Like I like, I I just like playing the game. Like it's generally Mm -hmm. a fun game to play. Or I'll be like, let me see if I can get in through this game without dying or, or I still have yet to beat it, but that's mostly because I haven't really tried to beat it. Mm -hmm. Um, the modifiers are cool. Like the things about it that's really annoying is that like a lot of these things that they're asking that they're trying to put out is cool. But it's also like, how do I say it? It's like modifiers are cool. Like no block mode or, or whatever they said was cool. Mm-hmm. But how hard is it to do? You know, like mm-hmm. how long would, should it have really taken them to, to yeah. come forth with what's, these? With these uh, what's additions? the shelf life? What's the shelf life of that development process? What's the shelf, what's the shelf life of these updates, you know, as, and, you know, as it stands? And like I said, like I've said many times, I don't know shit about making games. I really mm-hmm. don't. I don't. And I don't want to act like an asshole and be like, you guys are taking too long with this because it could take y'all a long time to make this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, at this point, I feel like they should have added like the small updates or whatever. But like the roadmap is just really isn't giving me a lot because mm-hmm. if you want me to keep playing this game or keep coming back to this game, um, you guys aren't giving me a reason to outside like outfits cool you can mod the game there's so many good mods out there's so many good mods out so the outfits mean zero to me it actually doesn't mean a damn thing um mm. you would you would have got me with new playable characters that would have been different fact if you would have told me like oh there's gonna be a new character who is more of a grappler or whatever mm-hmm. or you could play as different a branching blah, blah, blah. styles yeah yeah that would have been way better. Like this character hits really fast, but doesn't do a lot of damage type thing. You know, like that would have been mm-hmm. way better in my opinion. Um, the new, I, I'm, I want more content because I do enjoy the game and I do play the game quite a bit, but I just feel like, um, I don't know. They just haven't really pulled me back in yet. I'm already, I'm still playing it though. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to lose people like me, but the people who have moved on or have beat Sifu, 
they 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 might not really come back for another outfit because again they have mods um Facts. i want to see some generally like general uh procedurally generated things like that i think that Facts. would be cool or like, like the arena mode or or survival dungeon. mode mm -hmm. like remember in the batman games where you would just Facts. jump into the penguins in the iceberg lounge and, and you just last people and it just yeah, got harder. as long as you can mm-hmm that, that was fun and you had nightwing you had so many like there's a, a lot of reasons to replay that game if you like mm. batman like but you guys you guys need to hurry it up time's facts. a ticking yeah or, or working another game facts uh i agree with you uh i actually talked about this a little bit got a youtube video on this uh just literally Go check it up. out yeah, the search up that man trip seafood was probably there there's a couple videos on it but I, I i talked a little bit about it it's like when you look at the actual kinds of offering now me for one, I'm never going to complain about free content. I am never going to complain about that ever in my life. I will never gripe about that personally. In my idea, if I enjoy a game and you giving me free stuff on top of that, I'm going to eat it up, bro. That's great. That's more for me. But speaking to the general public and how quickly they take the games and how quickly they drop games, depending on what's going on right now, what's what's in the hot seat. Oh, what are the best? What are, what are the top creators playing? You know, what I'm saying stuff like that. It's hard to really maintain a, a central focus in that in the market. It's so hard to maintain that. And when you're seeing a drop like this is kind of, you know, this this first drop for spring is coming next week, May 3rd. So I'm like, okay, cool. Y'all dropped, y'all dropped a few months back in February. You know, say so the top of February. It's been three months and no update. And considering you're not the largest game in the world, so you don't have the biggest, you know, natural, I guess, natural buzz about you because people are constantly talking about you just off name value. You're a new IP. So there's not as much weight in the game as you as you have, you know, saying compared to a, an established franchise. So having that late of, a, I guess, announcement or a, a content drop this far, it puts you severely behind the ball when it comes to, you know, getting back in the graces of people who are casual, people who are not active, you know, rabid supporters of your game. And, you know, looking at this, I'm like, I know for me personally, I'm a rabid supporter. I will I will play this game. Like, I'm going to play this game the entire year. I'm going to come back to it. I'm going to, like, you know, do some stuff. I'm going to hustle through it. I still got a bunch of unfinished business with Sifu. But I know for the casual who has not played Sifu or who played it for, like, a week and then dropped it because there's other games came out, like Horizon came out. And then, you know what I'm saying, like, then Elden Ring came out next month, the next month after. Like, that's where, you know, that's where battles are won and lost. And you have to be quick to the draw. You have to be hands on your hip, ready to drop content. Like, I'll give a comparison. I don't think I said it in the video, but major kudos to um um what's it called Wonderlands, Tiny Kids Wonderlands. Their first DLC is already out. It's already out and ready to go. People are probably they uh, you know what I'm saying like sometimes it might be too fast. It might be too fast, but still, I think it's it's better to be on the side fast. of like you know what I'm saying. It's, it's better to be on that side and overcompensate so they know how to scale it back. Maybe they can tweak some things and move on. But being in the you know in that consideration set right now staying relevant staying top of mind is so important and a game like wonderlands they did well honestly i think they did well because they dropped this first dlc people okay they gotta scramble okay we gotta get this content ready oh we might have to try the dungeons there's still other stuff to do you know what i'm saying so that makes their their shelf life last a little bit longer until the next content drop if you're seafood you're waiting months to drop something and then it's like okay we're dropping free content once a season and only two out of these four things are actually, you know, I think super impactful. The the uh, what's it called? The gameplay modifiers, of course. I, I think of course they don't say it with like no guard, stronger enemies, make the game hard, make staffs. You know what I'm saying? Put all of them on. New content videos coming. That seems like a pretty you know significant event to, to draw some buzz. Not as much as the arenas mode though. The arenas mode is the other one in the winter time. So you have summer and winter as the two. You know, you're, you're shooting two for four. You're shooting fifty percent from the field. 
So you, your chances of actually garnering a mainstream splash are two out of four out of these events, and only how long out of you know that. And then once you get to winter time, so many games are dropping, you're gonna get drowned out. Summer, there's stuff, there's stuff that might not be dropping as much. So you're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. And for me personally, I'm gonna play it, but for the general public, again, like like I said, uh, you know, you you can hear the the deep explanation in the video, but it's like it might be a case of too little, too late for the people who are really like onto other things and have other other stuff on their plate. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it might be. I, yeah, I man. hope the, for the best for Sifu, but I want to see more impact with the updates. Um, Facts. Because small cosmetic, like it's this is a single player game, so cosmetics aren't as important as you would think. If this was mm -hmm. like a, a fighter, yeah, new costumes for my favorite character um, would be cool, but this is this is not that. Uh, I mm -hmm. kind of want a little bit of a refocus, but Facts. At the end of the day, it's still a good game. I still highly recommend it. Whether the mm. updates come or not, I sometimes feel like, as opposed to making this game super long or whatever, but also something that gives a good replay value, like uh, the 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 new modes will be cool. Um, mm. Replay editor, maybe like just do some like real cool small shit and work on the next game. Just keep it pushing because the game is good. Mm. Um, but. I just don't think if you're not gonna be adding a lot of big significant things. Facts. If you're not gonna add on, like a, a paid, yeah. If you're not gonna add like a paid DLC story update, like okay, how is he? Like you could follow the, the 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 student like building his school and like recruiting people. Like you could. You, uh, there's a lot of story updates you could possibly be doing that, that creates a lot more moments. But I doubt that's gonna be the case with this slate. Like focus, yeah, focus on the next one. Start focus on the next one. Create a, a, an extensive narrative out of this game because if you add a really like like a, an extensive quality story. Combine with this gameplay, add a, add a few more mechanics, add a couple of different styles and characters. You could probably throw in a co-op mode or something like that. If you do that, that means like, yo, that means a whole lot in the running going towards the future. And you have so much more self-sustaining content. And that's how you end up much more, I guess, relevant in the public eye in, ter in terms of the gaming industry. So, you know, there's, there's some work to be done. Me personally, of course, I'm going to play it because I love seafood. But, you know, in terms of, again, general public's, uh, I guess, view right now. It's not the hot topic, and I think this stuff might become a little bit too late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tough, tough beans. But it's all right, Sifu. You're going to be all right. I'm, I'm going to hop back in there whoop some ass for you. It's all good. Uh, switching gears a little bit to the uh, you know content creation side of things in general, and specifically Twitch. Let's talk about it. So a report from Bloomberg this week detailed some rounds of discussion that have been going down at Twitch over potential changes to their partner program. Now, some of the rumored and not finalized ideas that were floating around were more incentives for ad inclusion, tiers for partnership that dictate different access levels and different perks you get, eradicating the exclusivity clause that has been present in Twitch's partner program, uh, and cutting back the 70-30 revenue split for partners back to 50-50. Uh, was a lot of discourse around this change from these talks that were poorly set to take place in the summertime of this year. So when let's talk about it, man. There's a lot of a lot of rumored changes. These might not be final, but these have been heavily, you know, suggested that that have been making the rounds. What's going on? Um. So the only thing that's actually like good, um, would be the, the taking away of exclusivity. Uh, everything mm -hmm. else is actually terrible for the creator. I think that this is nuts. Um, honestly, it just seems like Amazon or no, yeah, it's Amazon because it's Amazon owns Twitch. Um, either Twitch is trying to make more money, or Amazon wants Twitch to make more money, more profits. Mm -hmm. That should I should say not more money, not not profits. that they need money, they need yeah. profit. Their margin. How much? Yeah, how much money you make after you pay for everything? Mm -hmm. Um, and that really is kind of telling. 
um what's funny is that if they this if all this does go through and you get less money but you're more exclusive it's kind of like them telling you to get a second job basically at the end of the day if you're yeah. a streamer and twitch removes exclusivity but reduces how much you make on the back end of stuff they want you to get a second job i.e youtube i.e um mm-hmm. facebook yeah. whatever whatever it is they want you to make they want you to make money somewhere else because they want to make more money for themselves mm-hmm. and if you're a twitch streamer i highly recommend if you if you want to do what i did um and what a few other people did make a make a youtube just start doing youtube stuff i promise you working on editing videos is a lot easier than having to make less money on twitch like you're gonna have to run more ads make less money and spend more time streaming spend more time streaming for what kind Mm -hmm. of thing i would rather just take that time instead of being in front of the camera for an extra three four hours a week just make a video real quick i promise you there's a lot of videos that are very easy and it's, it's mm-hmm. very easy to make i'm just i'm just telling y'all right now because i don't it's the writing is on the wall and mm-hmm. i if if this shit goes through and twitch continues to get more profit hungry i will feel bad for my fellow streamers who are not making as much money but at this point i'm you're seeing all the signs i'm telling you that this is a bad this is something bad that's happening i'm telling you right now and you can you can vent to me and you can cry to me but at the same time it's like Bro, what did you expect? We told you. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just there. And if this Bloomberg, this Bloomberg article, could, they could be full of shit, and none of this could happen. Yeah. True. But I haven't seen a thing on Twitch where, like, I personally have experienced more ads than I've ever experienced before. That's a um, fact. And it's, it's intrusive. And not only that, but the, I've noticed more of them pushing people to run ads as well. Like, there's been a lot more incentives for that, and it's just very telling of to which direction this company is going. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree. I agree. At some time, uh, you know, we're gonna have to, you know, realize that Twitch is not a profitable segment of Amazon's business model. They have no. not been, and they have been doing everything in their power to make it happen. Everything that they do is to kind of justify their existence as a entity, as something, you know. And right now, they're running against the cosh. Of course, they're they're they're, they're they've been down in money for years. And they're going to do everything in their power to make sure they increase their margins just so that they can justify, again, their their place in Amazon's model of operation. And Amazon, I don't think, would get rid of them, but they know they have to shape up. They know they have certain objectives that they have to hit, certain things they have to do. And then you can see it. It it trickles down. The the proof's in the pudding. It's right there. The the fact that they want to cut, you know, all these active 70-30 splits to 50-50, I'm like, dog. So you want to get the partner to have the same split you got as an affiliate. That's kind of wild to me. That's wild when you think about it. You got the partner. You got all these, all these subs and whatnot. You got all this money generated on the platform. You got brought all these eyes to Twitch just to get the same raw deal you got when you started as an affiliate. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of crazy. Exclusivity, that's cool. But again, in the grand scheme of things, okay, I completely agree with Wen's point. How are you going to say... That, oh, yeah, well, you know, we cutting back your money, but, yeah, you can you can get that somewhere else. You can get that other, you know, what you lost here. You can get that somewhere else. Go ahead, you know, or or not, you know, whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to us. We don't care. Like, there's there's just so much that is prepping them for a backtrack and a backslide. While in the same sense, you see YouTube holding strong on the 70-30 agreements, 
They're making updates to their streaming platforms and stuff like that, their streaming capabilities day by day. They're getting closer to this. You know, they're getting much closer in terms of quality of service and actual, you know, value in in delivery and making it to a partner program. Then Twitter, I mean, well, then Twitch is. So when you're seeing it, like, yo, it's coming close. Like, yo, Twitter, Twitch is moving waste. And, you know, say so you see other platforms like this. You got an Instagram you could probably make money off. You got TikTok you can make money off of, man. Super followers on 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 Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to say Facebook gaming. You know what I'm saying? You got a, you got an OnlyFans, Patreon, Kofi, Kofi. I'm about to say you got, uh again, YouTube itself. There's so many different places to do. If it hasn't been apparent now, and, of course, everybody's been screaming it, like, diversify, 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 man. Like, who, who said it? Just, just said it, man. Diversify your bonds, nigga. Diversify your bonds. Like, it, it's it's about that time, bro. And if you're not doing it, you're doing yourself a disservice. Like, in every conceivable way. I, I really, you know, I, my mind state has kind of changed on a lot of things since, you know, since the turn of the year. And honestly, getting a lot closer of a look at this type of stuff. You know, I'm seeing, I'm like, okay, cool. Now I'm like, I need to really make sure, like, the 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 eggs in my basket are so diverse that if one drops, I'm chilling. I, I can do whatever I do and not have a problem with it. It seems that Twitch is willing to sacrifice the, I guess, the uh, value they provide to their partners for more of a margin fix. And I think that will really shoot them in the foot in the long run because more and more people are starting to realize that, hey, Twitch is only just a platform. It's a business. And you can take your business elsewhere if people are paying you the right amount of money and they're treating you right. So that's where... You know what I'm saying? This is this is where kind of the, the we're starting to hit that corner in, in things. If Twitch doesn't fix up and really, really understand the value that they need to put into their partner program and into the people that hold this thing afloat. You know what I'm saying? The viewers and the creators that make this whole thing run. So it's 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 a whole lot, man. It's 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 a whole yeah. lot of BS, whole lot of nonsense. I know for me, uh, I'm I'm growing, I'm I'm growing everywhere. I'm I'm trying to grow everywhere and make sure like Twitch ain't even a problem. I just want to set up my brand and just make it look nice on Twitch, and then it is what it is, man. I'm I want to grow everywhere, of course, and Twitch is included in that. But I know it's not the be all end all. I'm not gonna break my back for partnership. I'm not gonna, you know, what I'm saying do like eight 24 hour streams and go, you know, vie for ads and do all this stuff. Just get a 50 50 split for them to take half of what I got. Nah, man. Yeah. If, you, if you want to support, route number one, subscribe and follow to all these other channels out here, man. We trying to get the like, like we trying to get the five hundred and stuff by summer on YouTube. We trying to get, you yeah. know, what I'm saying five hundred everywhere else on other socials and whatnot. You know, what I'm saying and beyond that, if you want to donate some money, go straight to that stream elements, bro. Like that's that's literally yeah. it. That's literally it. That's, that's it's just so much stuff that we have to like go through as creators and we don't see it. It's like yo, and you know the funniest thing was. Uh, somebody tweeted on Twitter. It was like, "Oh yeah, the funniest thing is if they have these implementations and changes, they'll probably just, uh, do an update to their um their um user agreement to their uh, affiliate yeah. agreements or whatnot." And most people click accept without even looking at those. So yeah. if we didn't get these updates from Bloomberg, we would have never. We probably would have never known unless somebody expressly pointed it out that hey yo, this is happening, bro. Look at your like, look at this stuff. Look at the fine print and see what's happening. So it's just funny. And again, like, like you said, to your point, very telling of the direction that Twitch is heading uh, as, as a service and as a platform and as a business. And, you know, if it heads in that direction, bro, that's cool. Y'all do y'all thing. I'm gonna go this way where, where, where I'm getting value, bro, where, wherever the bag is at, that's where I'm at. So, so be it. Yeah. I think, I think the next steps for Twitch, um, if they don't push this, if they push this 70, 50 split, um, or the 70-30, my bad, I can't do math. 
if they push the 70 30 split and they make partners 70 30s i think that after they do that where all partners are back to 50 50 um mm-hmm. they're gonna create another tier so it'll be in, it'll be like affiliate partner mm. i feel like there's gonna be a third tier yeah partner plus will, or something like that yeah. it will give you the 70 30 but you need to have a certain amount of subscribers yeah, you, yeah. To, to, recurring to subs to, that haven't yeah you need to you need to hit a certain number to be able to get the 70 30 i feel like that's mm. where twitch is heading personally and, and I, that's cra- I hope it's not and that's crazy because honestly i thought a good amount of people like they had renegotiations with their contract like once they got to a certain point you could openly yeah. renegotiate those terms of okay where did where where's the profit split where's it going i don't know i don't know if they're kind of gonna like hard line set it like hey there's no renegotiation anymore these are the rates and then there's tiers you can get it back up to the 70 30 you can get probably even higher but you have to hit the number yeah. if, it's, if it's going that direction that's kind of trash bro that's that's that's, yeah. that's not cool it's not it, yeah. again 100 percent. they're showing their whole hand you know what i'm saying with 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 rumors like this if there's any truth to these they're showing their whole hand but you know what i wouldn't put it too far out there considering what twitch has done in the past so you know really is what it is Mm-mm, man i'm taking my shit to mixer oh never mind fuck that uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man shout out mixer man y'all be all right shout out to the mixer refugees out there love to y'all uh anyways we uh got a new trailer uh for a game coming out of the disney camp called dreamlight valley now this is like a, a sim style ass game where you just basically live amongst a bunch of disney characters and live life now for me i haven't even seen too many titles like you know like blatantly kind of jump into the sims lane like that in a minute honestly off the top of my head i can't really think of any but I mean, it's 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 coming through that you know you saw like he was in town with Mickey Mouse, he was gardening, he was gardening, doing a bunch of different shit. Like it's low key interesting, deceivingly yeah. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it, it looks cool. Yeah, man. I was about to I, say, man. Like I like it because it's giving Sims kind of like, and not necessarily a run for its money, but like you hey, know, what I'm saying like sliding that squish in there, pushing like hey, yo, squish, squish in there. Know. What's up with you? I like I like what you got going on over here, type yeah. vibe. You know, this is a nice place, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, for real, bro. I I, I don't I don't know how to exactly feel about it. I'm yeah. I low key want to try it though, cause I'm like I know I know the stupid shit I'm gonna say when I get in that Disney game, bro. I already know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, listen, who got the drugs? What's going on? Mm-hmm. What's going on, Mickey? I see you and Mickey and Minnie <laughs> running over there. What's going on with y'all? I know y'all walking real leisurely. What's happening, bro? Why your eyes red like that, Mickey? What's going? On? Mm. I, I I already know the hijinks I'm gonna get up to, like when I when I like you know when I get a hands on that game. But like it's releasing early access on Xbox Game Pass. You know what I'm saying this summer. So we got another Xbox Game Pass game coming in. You know what I'm saying included in the service. And then they said mm. it's dropping on all platforms in 2023. I mean. Again, more games don't hurt. And if it's Disney putting some money behind this, I mean, it ain't it, it don't hurt to try it, bro. It, for me, like if it's actually a pretty quality game, it would be dope if they can include like communal spaces with like, you know, online people. I don't I'm pretty sure Sims has done that at some point, right? They did like you do like online common grounds with like people can meet in servers and stuff. I haven't kept up with Sims stuff, so I don't know you for think, sure. You think Sims has multiplayer? Is that what you're asking right now? Yeah, it does not. It doesn't still. Damn, I've been out of the game for a while. Boy, if you would have said that in front of a Sims player, they would have shot you. They're like, yeah, no, they would have. The motherfuckers been, everybody's been waiting for it. I would play Sims if it had multiplayer. Oh, Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I can't remember remember the last multiplayer Mm -hmm. mode in Sims. I think it might have been Sims 2. 
that might have mm. been the last time that we've seen a multiplayer game in sims but yeah uh no there is Bro, no multiplayer in oh sims. my and we did have this conversation yesterday too herbs had multiplayer right wasn't it two you, you could play two people in a certain space i think you could have plugged in two controllers Hey, oh hey, my Herbs goodness. Herbs was the goat. Herbs was the goat, Herbs bro. Herbs was the goat. Yo, debate your mothers, bro. Herbs Sims in the city was low key to goat, despite all the racist tropes that were in there. Despite the racism, <laughs> like a lot of good things that, in this world, despite the racism, it still Herbs hit. was pretty cool. It was fire, bro. It was low-key fire, bro. I remember the foundry. I was I was there, bro. I was with mm -hmm. the artisans trying to make it happen, making statues and whatnot, bro. I was flipping burgers on the roof, catching pigeons. I was shooting, I was shooting basketballs, bro. I was, I was like, trying to make it. I was like, trying to make it up bro, to lead, to lead, bro. <laughs> oh, they needed a rap minigame to just circle it all out. That's oh, what they needed. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> Like literally, such a classic, bro. I, nah, low key. Like Sims Two and, and Herbs, and like, and those were like, I think those are back to back, kind of, or, or the yeah. same, like, couple of years span. Sims Two and Sim, Sims Two, uh, Herbs, and then Sims Busting Out, probably my three favorites. Like low key off top, because I remember playing Sims, <laughs> Sims Busting Out like nonstop on the game on the Game Boy. That, that was literally I, that was like all I played. That was like one of the only ones I had access to. I was like, yeah. I remember I played well, Sims Two. Sims One was probably one of my favorites. It was Sims mm. One Herbs. Um, the one on the DS was I. There was another Sims yeah. game though that was like super gas. I cannot remember off the top of my head right now, mm. but it was for sure Sims. Sims One was to mm. me top tier. I played a bunch of Sims Three, but Sims yeah. I would say Sims One, Herbs, and Three were like my favorites. Mm -hmm. I feel that. I feel that. But yeah, put some respect on Herbs' name. But hold up. Cause Disney mm -hmm. Dreamlight Valley might be jumping in that lane. We we we'll see, yeah. man. We'll see what's going down, man. All right, let's move on to the. I think it's the second to the last story today. We're getting close. We're getting mm -hmm. close. But uh, all right. Apex Legends is on the fast track to a new season entitled Saviors. As we are watching a bunch of different changes come through, including the introduction of a new legend in Newcastle. Now, a couple of story videos dropped with some background on how the brother of Bangalore became the hero of Harris Valley and donned the suit and got into the Apex games in one try, as well as showed off some glimpses of his loadout in the game. Now, from what we were seeing, Newcastle seems to be kitted out with like a shield drone that kind of protects his teammates in a certain area that he can drop down. And then he has a, a kind of like a, a massive slam alt it might do some AOE damage, but then once he drops it down, it kind of like creates a, a massive cover, like I guess cover structure after he drops it down. It really, really, really interesting changes. Defensive, you know what I'm saying? Pretty defensive uh, uh, legend. Uh, wondering what his passive is, but pretty, pretty cool loadout from what I've seen from the trailers. Uh, season 13 is also set to drop with some map changes for Storm Point with the down crab monster from the trailer and a whole host of ranked play changes that will aim to promote skill and teamwork. Season 13 is dropping May 10th, very, very soon. Thoughts on the release trailer and everything that came with it when? Um, Rip to Rampart, I guess, because um, this guy is really just, they stole mm. her whole flow bar for bar. <laughs> bar for um, bar. For bar. <laughs> He's just missing a turret, really. Yeah, and just he would have tossed just been... the gun. Just yeah. Um, but uh, a new character looks interesting. It sucks that we kind of got a, we got a lot of shit spoiled for us uh, via data miners. But Facts. it is what it is at this point. All if you're an Apex fan, you're still gonna be excited for the trailer. You're still I'm still happy mm -hmm. to see him out. Um, Agreed. Can't wait to see what it changes for the meta. 
I really wish that that giant crab monster would have sunken uh, Stormpoint with it because I'm not a big fan of that map. But maybe the changes will make it better. Very doubtful. I think it's just way too big. But hey, mm-hmm. what do I know? Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that the, one of the biggest changes to the game is that control becomes a permanent mode. Like I've, we've been asking for this since control was introduced facts. before before control facts. was even introduced. Before we even at, we had control. More facts. It, it was just we want it to be permanent, and they said, ah, "Nah, nah, yeah, like, yeah, what, what's wrong with you guys?" Yeah, like it's an LTM, guys. Come on, don't like, get dirty, dude. Come on, um, facts, bro. I yeah, I mean, like it'll be cool. I'm excited uh, to see the character. Uh, mm-hmm. Very interesting backstory. Um, I guess we'll just wait to see till May 10th. See what see see what kind of changes uh, happens. Yeah, yeah, really, really. Uh, I'm I'm pretty excited, honestly. It's been a minute. Uh, put Apex down for a little bit. Calm my mind. Calm my nerves. I've been in the state of Zen. Now I'm ready to get crazy again. You know. Now I'm ready to lose my I'm mind. I'm ready to be mad. <laughs> yeah, I'm just ready to just be angry at the world for no no damn reason, baby. It's, it's fantastic. But again, his kit looks really really cool. Again, I feel like this could change a lot of things when it comes to movement for movement's sake. Uh, maybe you don't. Well, I feel like a Gibby is still gonna be viable, but maybe having I guess a shorter, a shorter range, a shorter surface area type of shielding like Newcastle has could be very beneficial for again a, a lot of different you know, gameplay aspects. I'm thinking of like people making hard rotates. You might have to alt and drop something right there in the middle of like an open space and just make cover out of nothing, like when you're in an assed out situation. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking of the like, the uh, the the applications of Newcastle. I'm, it seems like it's very helpful, especially when it comes to you know again. Uh, a lot of positional stuff and especially when you're on the back foot in certain in certain areas and come into those final circles where you don't have the top cover you don't have the uh yeah. you know you don't have the height and so you're kind of making things happen as you go and, and it, i feel like his skills kind of come into come in handy when it when it comes to stuff like that or or definitely might yeah um newcastle i think is is going to be a very effective mad maggie nerf uh, not nerf mm. but like counter yeah because um, if you have a if you have a gibby and a and a new ca- and a castle like it's going to be mm-hmm interesting because she's gonna like shoot her drone but if you shoot your shield in front of the drone thing or whatever it's mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna stop i'm yeah, assuming try. it's gonna stop because i don't think it's gonna if yeah. I'm not mistaken, or he's going in front of that and he just bubble yeah, on the on. yeah you, mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it, it, that's how mm-hmm. i would see it happening but again i don't really know much because i don't know much about uh i'm not too too tapped into apex we might have to ask some of the experts in our friend yeah, group facts. But, facts um, but it, it makes sense though. It definitely, it definitely, it definitely makes sense though. There's, there's a lot of decent combination. I think it make. I, yeah, off the top of my head, Gibby and Gibby and Newcastle seems like that. Like you know, how people like hover in in between the bubble to make to make shit yeah. happen. Like you can put literally put like a shield inside the bubble so it's like an extra like lane of cover as people kind of like yeah. dodge in and out and do bubble fights and stuff like that. So I, I can I can really see it being an applicable uh, an applicable uh, change coming to a lot of the gameplay and change the meta. Up. And yeah, it's bad. off the top of my head, I just think like positional wise, it could be such a huge help. For for a lot Big of people, and when, when they make like risky rotates, and like maybe they're doing too much, so they have to like stop and you know reassess some things. They just put the cover down and make it happen. So interesting, interesting. I, I really hope he does stick though, and I hope there's not too many nerfs, honestly, because yeah. I, I still feel bad for Seer because Seer is in the ground. I'm like, stop nerfing black man, stop nerfing black man. All right, <laughs> stop nerfing my black people. Stop doing it. All right. <laughs> All right, man. But that's 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 all I got on that. I, I I can't wait to see it, man. I'm actually low key excited to get back in the Apex, honestly. Same, same. But yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens at the character reveal trailer or the uh, expanded trailer of their skills and the uh, patch notes. Uh, moving on to the last story of the day. Uh, this week we got the official 
reveal of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remake logo, kicking off the annual promo cycle for this year's Call of Duty title produced by Infinity Ward. With reports of a new engine, new build of Warzone, and alleged huge steps forward in the gameplay delivery, some people are starting to get excited as evidenced by the logo reveal tweet being the most liked thing on COD's Twitter page in history. Damn. Uh, when let's talk about it. Modern Warfare 2 remake. What's going on? Um, personally, uh, as a residential Call of Duty hater, um, I and I want this game to succeed again. I, I hate a lot of games, but I don't ever want them to fail. I don't know. Nothing has really shown me from like Call of Duty that they they are working on something bigger. Like, I don't know. I so Modern Warfare, and I remember we had this conversation before Modern Warfare was big in my opinion and i think it worked really well and they tried really hard because they weren't doing that much beforehand like mm-hmm. we had like world war ii we had infinite warfare we had a lot of yeah. duds in the yeah. call of duty slate even some people would even say black ops 4 was a dud mm-hmm. um like a lot of people were not happy with the with the genre with the facts the franchise with the, how it came out yeah with the success of modern warfare and the, the the continued success of Warzone, even though I, I don't know why, um, mm. I just don't think they're hungry enough to really take big risks or to really push the envelope. You know, I feel like mm. Modern Warfare was kind of like we know we figured out what, what we did wrong. We kind of like understand that we fucked up on these titles, and we're gonna try to bring this into a better, newer era. I don't think we're ready for a new Call of Duty era, or I don't think. They have a new Call of Duty era. I think it might just be Modern Warfare, really. To, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, I think it's going to be Modern... I think it's literally going to be Modern Warfare 2. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be the, almost the same game, just a little bit different. Um, maybe with a little mm-hmm. bit more... Um, I don't know, better visuals or just, like, small, like, quality of life changes. But I don't mm-hmm. like, I don't expect this to change the Call of Duty game. Because, again, their moneymaker right now is Warzone. And unless Warzone is dying out, and, and I'm, un- I'm unaware of it... Mm-hmm. I don't really see them changing too, too much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For it. <laughs> it is damn beyond that. Okay, we're good. <laughs> so, all right. I, yeah, I see that. I see that. Now, I'm in between two minds. Because one, Call of Duty is what I came up off of uh, when I started to, like, online game a lot more. Modern Warfare 2 was literally the first online game I played pretty consistently after what it was that in Halo halo 3 at the same around the same period of time uh modern warfare 2 is a special place in my heart it is it's the first online game i played i was super shit at it i was getting hounded out but i learned how to you know play get better you know what i'm saying i really enjoyed the multiplayer experience from that start uh the way i usually see these things uh especially with the last kind of few development cycles and what we've seen Infinity Ward seems to be the one that kind of takes the next step up the rung, and then everybody else kind of moves along that same rung. Yeah. With, 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 I feel like with the next generation and from Modern Warfare 2019, and especially the uh, introduction of Warzone, Infinity Ward seems to be like, okay, cool. We're going to, you know, we're going to set the standard right here, and then you guys can do, you may do little variations of it, do what you need to do, and then we'll kind of figure out and tweak on our three year hiatus and break in development cycle. And figure out okay what's the next step up how can we tweak this how can we do this it might not be the huge like the most huge like you know radical jump ever but i feel like they're always the people who take that standard just kind of push it somewhere else they kind of push it a little bit farther forward 
than other other you know other studios like the Treyarch kind of they did like the narrative gurus you know what I'm saying I I I don't think Treyarch is mixed with any you know narrative you know stories or whatever and what they do zombies might be a, a hit or miss as of late but you know yeah where 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 it was from there is in its heydays there sledgehammer is present uh and you know there's just a lot of traction and buzz around this one and i feel like it's different because they said they're having new they have a new version of warzone coming that's again in the new engine that that, that, that yeah. they're building the new call of duty is going to be in the new engine that they're building and there's so much quality of life stuff that i'm hearing you know in industry insiders and reporters saying yo listen this is going to be like a crazy one or whatever but i feel like this is a really precarious situation because one you're dealing with nostalgia you're dealing with the nostalgia of so many people because modern warfare 2 considered by many is the best call of duty of all time so they're naturally going to flock to this. So you cannot mess this up. And two, the pressure of ushering in that next, I guess, a few lines of Call of Duties. Again, given the track record of them being that, I guess, the standard pusher with the Call of Duty series as of late. So they're dealing with a lot of different things here. They're dealing with pressure. They're, dealing with, they're, they're bringing ghosts back. They're bringing back fan favorites and all stuff like that. But they also have to uh, create some sort of balance. And this, this is what I mean. Modern Warfare 2. In essence, the original Modern Warfare 2 was so unbalanced, it is ridiculous to think that we played that game so much as people did. You know what I mean? So many, yeah. so many different overpowered class setups and guns and whatnot. Everything was all-out war. Noob tube, one-man army pro, tactical insertion, commando knife. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many, the ACR, you know what I'm saying? Like, there, there was the, the intervention. Shotgun. Double the the model eighteen eighty seven is akimbo. Yeah, like there is so many stopping power pro. There are so many javelins. different javelins. The javelin glitch that literally yo bro. There's too many bro. The the RPD with straight with straight FMJs just sprayed out a whole thing a hundred clip. There are so many. I could go off. I can go for another five minutes talking about just naming them all. Like there are so many overpowered sources that the game just became like a civil war of who could be more overpowered and scummy and it created a weird balance and parody it created this weird like just like homeostasis in the game state where it's like yo we're gonna use overpowered stuff and that and it is what it is bro and then we're gonna use overpowered stuff on this side whatever new two all spawn all right whatever cool commando knife cool and everybody was doing their thing there is for this new call of duty this new Modern warfare 2 you have to make it fresh. You have to make it new off of that. Again, off of this new wave of titles nowadays, but you have to kind of find ways to tap into that feel of everything is strong and everything is overpowered. You don't have to make anything significantly weaker and like, you know, take it out complete rotation. One thing that, you know, that's been present today that wasn't present in the past is people like shying away from guns because they weren't powerful enough. You know what I mean? Especially in Warzone. You know, a Warzone, how, what was that one gun? The, uh, not the AS Val. Oh, it was there's more. Huh? What do you mean, like overpowered guns in in Warzone? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. There used to be like at the beginning the of Warzone, the Graw, the, the GRA, the Graw, the GRAU, the Graw used to be everybody's go-to gun, and then they nerfed it into the absolute ground, and then they made like you know other guns came through. They were like they were the meta. There was like now it's only like a few guns I see everybody using, and and now in in the Caldera, and then this version of Warzone. You know, what I'm saying it's like some big thing, like a big ass clip on top. You gotta like put it to the side or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah, know the name yeah. of it. But people are more so they they love they 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 automatically go to the meta to get good and it's fair the skill gaps change whatever people want to be the best they can be but in Modern Warfare two there were so many outlets of what you could use you're just like yo like 
you just gotta i mean you could pick an acr but then the chances are you could still get body by a tar 21 because that's because some people just play crazy you can get body yeah. by a scar because it's that strong you know what i'm saying people got an rpg from like a mile away they're gonna get you and it's like i feel like people nowadays opt more to go to everybody's going more people than ever going to the meta instead of like you know just picking different things because there aren't as many strong options out there you know what i mean yeah so what you're saying is like you want a lot of strong options i want a lot of strong options i want it to feel not out of this out, not out of the box crazy but a fun sense of overpoweredness everywhere you know what i mean i yeah. want i want op everywhere there needs to be quality in every class to where yo you know again you can you can kind of create that connection back to you know uh, uh mw2 days i i can just as well go on a seven kill streak with an m16 i pick up just as much as i do with like a you know a, an mp5 you know like there needs to be some type of parody right there in terms of the 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 strength in different classes and different guns being available in that game uh yeah. there's a there's a lot of stuff that they that they have to address but i think at the core of it it needs to be an overpowered everywhere type of feel but also kind of being in this new style of uh, of of modern day call of duties you know what i'm saying it can't be the same old same old mechanics and whatnot because of course they moved past that they've advanced past that but the ethos of modern, what modern warfare 2 had of you can use damn near anything in here and still, you know, make an actual good showing. That needs to be in the new game. That needs to be in the remake. And beyond yeah. that, I mean, the the, the campaign is going to be pretty solid. I think the Modern Warfare 1 campaign was actually pretty dope. I played it. Uh, I always love Modern Warfare stories. That's cool. Nobody's really like, you know, super crazy over that. Task Force 141 back, Ghost back, Gaz back. You know what I'm saying? People going to love that, all that shit. Gaz, Gaz back in the, in the first one anyways, the first Modern Warfare. But um, uh, what's it called? Ghost, Sh- Soap. Uh, you might you might see it might be a different twist in the story. I would like to see a different, I guess, ending in the story instead of like, you know, ghost dying. That would be cool. I don't want to see yeah. ghost die like that. So uh, aside from that, really, it's just. But yeah, making it making it fun, man, making it a solid sense of fun across the board. I don't want to be forced into playing into a meta. You know what I mean? I, I hate yeah. doing that in a game. I, I love when there's there's so much strength in choice. And, you know, I feel like in previous Call of Duties, we haven't had the chance to get that as much. You know, you see it kind of delving further back, you know what I'm saying, into into that into that meta type of spirit. And I'm like, I don't necessarily like that. So yeah. if we can really, you know, if you, if you want to remake Modern Warfare 2, you need to tap, big, tap back into the spirit that they set up way, way back 20 years ago. And I think you got a fun game in your hands that everybody's going to like. That's just yeah. me, though. I feel that. I respect you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, otherwise I'm not I'm not touching Call of Duty until then, man. I need to see some gameplay, bro. Y'all got y'all got, y'all better see y'all at an Xbox conference or something. Right, well, y'all still with Sony? All right, cool. Stay to play. Y'all need to hurry up. Time's yeah. a ticking. Time I'm is a, time is a ticking, man. But with that being said, that's all the notes for today's show. Uh, is there anything that we might have missed? When any anything that uh, might have slipped past the notes? No, the only thing gaming related or, or otherwise that I can think of is. Um... Rogue Legacy 2 dropped, which is a roguelike game, which was actually one of my first roguelike games that I ever played way back when. I think it came out, I think the first game was like nine years ago, but that game came out and um, it's sick. It's pretty cool. It's on sale on Steam. That's that's like literally that's the only that's the only thing that because I was like, oh, my God, I totally mm-hmm. forgot about this. Um, but yeah, no, there's literally mm-hmm. not nothing I could think of outside of that. Um. Uh. OK, if you spoil uh, Multiverse of Madness, I'm going to punch you in your throat. Uh, that's oh, yeah. that's. That's also my thought. I've been seeing that. I've been seeing a couple like, you know, 
like things about people getting mad about that type of stuff. And I'm like, I already muted all those words on my timeline. They're already gone. So I'm not getting anything up until now. Uh, that's one. And the only news I missed in like the past hour, um, they just said that John Watts exited uh, the Fantastic Four movie. So he's not going to be directing anymore. And I'm a little bit scared now. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, we've had, <laughs> please make a good Fantastic Four film. That's all I want. That's all I want in this life. So make a good Fantastic Four, like a top tier quality, bro. Nah, man. Nah, son. I Listen, Kevin Feige, bro, please get this under control, man. Get your, get your mans, bro. Tell him, come on, tighten up. Tighten up, man. This They're playing with my heart right now. They're playing with my heart. Anyways, uh, that's, that's all we got for the show today, man. Any closing notes before we get up out of here? When? Uh, drink your water, uh, and I'm going to be playing Rogue Legacy. That's really, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. Um, them Blood Hunt uh, partner requirements is crazy. Uh, that's, yeah. that shit, that joint nutty, bro. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, my closing note is, um, you know, everybody needs some balance in their life. So while you're out there being pure and wholesome, drinking some pure water, go listen to Future. Go get some toxic stuff in your system. Balance it out. Uh, do that. Go listen to Wale as well. Uh, the mm-hmm. More About Nothing, his album dropped. You know what I'm saying? We about to listen to some real toxic stuff this weekend. Uh, go check out the socials, YouTube, and all that stuff, bro. People dropping content. When dropping like 100, 100, 100 view plus videos and stuff out of the cut, bro. Y'all need to, y'all need to get tapped in before I get left behind, bro. For real, for real. Follow Wotaku channel on YouTube. That is W-O-T-A-K-U space channel. The channel you're on right now if you're watching this live. Go drop a like on this. Then go hit subscribe. Then go hit that notification bell. Stop playing with us. Stop playing. Go follow <laughs> When Easy on all social platforms. That's When Easy on all social platforms. All one word with a Z instead of an S. Stop playing. <laughs> follow that man trip on all platforms, man. You know what time it is, man. Make sure you follow the YouTube as well. I'm not trying to be on Twitch forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure y'all tap in, bro. Tap in. <laughs> and with that being said, man, it's 20 episodes of no cooldown, bro. I, I'm, uh, it's weird. We're 20 episodes deep, man. 20 that's deep. a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. That's a lot of work, man. Like, back damn near 20, 20 weeks straight, man. 20 weeks straight. We've been doing this, man. Almost. Oh, well, we're getting, yeah, we're getting like kind of close to half a year. Like, well, by the yeah. time we hit summertime. Yeah. But by, by the time we hit E3, that'll probably be, um, uh, that's like our half a year, like half a year mark. Yeah. I think it's like 20, maybe like 26. 29 episodes. Is it like 26? Because it's like, like 26 or 52. 52 is a full. Oh, there's 52 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought it was 56. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 26. And six episodes will be halfway through a year. Mm-hmm. And I think that's literally like right around E3 time. So after we get through uh, the four, yeah, four weeks, literally, I think it will actually be around the week of Microsoft's uh, conference. It'll be the week of the 12th. We planned so, it. We planned it way ahead of time. Way, it's way ahead plan. of time, bro. We got some special stuff too, man. We got, we got some whole new look. Oh, I don't even want to get into it like that, bro. But... There, it's a lot coming, man. I appreciate everybody for rocking with us so far, man. If you if you see us on all these uh, audio podcast platforms, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, if they got a rating system, if you see the rating system, make sure you go rate this five stars, man. We trying to get up there. We really trying to get in there, man. Let them know that we not playing, that we trying to be the top podcast out here, man. Let everybody know we try. We gunning. We gunning. We gunning for real. So uh, with that being said, uh, I have been that man trip. This has been Wayne Easy. We have been no cool down. And yeah, episode 20. We are out of there.